Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Susu Cuddly Poof and this is level 269. Nice. That's like level you me tonight. 200 plus 69. Is that, that is Big L. Oh, hi. Hi. Hi, I'm excited. Who I knew would be excited for this for this show for just that reason. All right. I, I could leave now. Good show, guys. All right. Well, then it'll be really it'll be a really short show because it'll just be me and Koosh Moose. Hello, I'm here recording. Oh, that sounded very weird. <laughs> I just have no idea what's going on right now. It's very weird in here. Oh my god, is this I mean, that food podcast you guys told me to be on? Uh, yeah, totally food podcast. Hey, L, what you eating? Um, I'm eating packets of Old Bay that I stole See, from I know you're Camden Yards. It doesn't come in. Packets. It doesn't come in packets. Well, I have news for tins. you. Those little dime bags you bought in Baltimore <laughs> are not Old Bay, my friend. All right, I'm sending you guys a picture. You're going to get that Baltimore lean going. I sent you guys a picture. Oh, Re- really read it to me. Read it to me, Kenny. You will laugh your ass okay, off. Okay, where the hell did you see that? <laughs> I told you to laugh your ass off. Read it. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, we're the wrong. <laughs> I ruined the show. Okay, well. The guest services I'm, kiosk uh, behind home plate at Camden Yards has all day packets in case you have a a, a flavor emergency. <laughs> I mean, guaranteed, the person within what? You know, I don't know, someone within five people of you probably has a you know a container of Old Bay. So, <laughs> all right, we're gonna play yeah. the Old Bay game real quick. Baseball game. Would you put Old Bay on a hot dog? Sure. I, I do put it on hot dogs. Popcorn. Absolutely. I do put it on popcorn. Pretzels. Mm, sure. Burgers. Yeah. I do put it on burgers. In a beer. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't drink. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, soda. <laughs> no. Oh, that sounds bad. That, that's a bridge too far. Oh, that almost sounds like the Maryland version of the flaming hot Mountain Dew, and that's just awful. Peanuts. <laughs> sure, that's delicious. Yeah, that sounds great. I never tried that. Oh, it's so good. They have they have in the right. store. So this is the ultimate baseball food. All right. <laughs> Camden knows what's up. <laughs> I. I mean, man cannot live on Old Bay alone, though. It's a seasoning. It's not a food. Uh, very true. It just makes everything better. Yeah. You die of dehydration. Oh, well, what a glorious dehydration it would be. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess that's the food portion of the of the show. Sorry, Michelle. And mental. So <laughs> I remember mental. He's a good guy. Yeah, you guys yeah, had the um, that Scottish dude on last week. I was very uh, I, I was I'm sad to miss it, but he sounded well, very watery. I don't remember. Sports balling it. I'm, I'm I sure think. I was doing something. Yes. I com- I've already forgotten why you couldn't join us. It's I mean, been it's, too a long. Me- it's a Mets game. It's a meaningless Mets game. But, you know, insert joke about all of them being meaningless. And there I you have it. Like it. Yeah. And he went to bed at like three in the morning his time or something like that. It was pretty. Yeah, it was a heroic effort. I don't know what he was thinking. Clearly, he wasn't. (laughs) Do I start now? 
he, he, did a he good jumped job. on our show, and then he Fair. stayed up late to do it. That's, yeah, clearly not thinking. But you did say hip hip cheerio to end the show, so I, I liked it. <laughs> All right. Did anyone Let's ask go a ahead question? The, someone did ask a question. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The question for this week for our lovely patrons is You are tasked with adding one new achievement to any game, but that achievement has to be achievable and must be extremely mean to the gamer. For example, kill one million grunts in Halo. What what game achievement would you add? So let's go ahead and start with L to go ahead and start reading some patron responses and give your answer. All right. I'm going to start off with, oh my God, MDP. Who says Ooh. Hogwarts Legacy. Well, that was last time. Oh, yeah. He probably has a Rocket League answer. Let's take a look. Ah, uh, Yes. Score 250 aerial goals in Rocket League. Now, as that doesn't I rec- seem that bad. As I recall, there's an achievement for scoring one aerial goal, I want to say. That, it has to be in yes. a game, though. It can't be in that training mode. That's oh, yeah, because that, that, that would make it easier. That make yeah, fun, funner. Well, must I would be extremely mean. That don't seem no. extremely mean. I it, mean, just for me, I'm awful at the game. I can't do it. 250 is a lot. I think I had is to it, boost though? to get the one. I, I don't, but. I can't do it. Don't get me wrong. It's extremely no. mean to me, but to like the general public, I don't feel like it's that bad. It's and bad. an aerial goal is just when you're singing, right? But <laughs> Sorry, we watched a little bit of Little Mermaid last night, and it's oh, uh, I uh, so Ariel's. My family brain. watched it in I think three sittings. Oh, okay, it was uh, <laughs> like all the new ones. It's uh, fine but unnecessary. That, that Why would you watch it in three those. sittings? Because <laughs> we eat during we watch during dinner, and that's just what happens. But you got to finish it. Oh yes, we, we, didn't, know, we yeah. didn't know what was going to happen. We were on the, <laughs> we're on the <laughs> edge of our seats. I can't start a movie and not finish it. Like, uh, if I'm starting a movie, I gotta watch the whole thing. I'm just accustomed to it at this point. Yeah, it's, yeah. Days are busy. You have to you have to cut these things up sometimes. Well, spoiler alert. Ursula That's why kills, I'm behind on a lot of movies. <laughs> Ursula kills Ariel, and it's a good movie. So, um, oh, cool. oh he, I'll watch that. You put another answer. Win a hundred games while having a random teammate. Jables, who idles out in competitive ranked play in Rocket League. Also Jables. Now that's mean. <laughs> Is it? Considering how to win a hundred games in ranked with a random teammate who idles out. Yeah, that's mean. <laughs> All right. Well, man, I haven't played Rocket League in a minute. It's so much fun. Right. The thing is, these these would pop retroactively for MDP though. He scores two hundred fifty aerial goals in a, probably a month. That's what I mean. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, let's go on to Carpe Adam, who says McPixel three pee on everything that can be peed on once in alphabetical order. What? Okay. Oh. You- you haven't played right. Pixel 3? No, no. I, I know you told me to and that it would be up my alley, but it's I totally, have not yeah. played it yet. I remember 
Who's talking about it? I remember it as well. I remember. Oh yeah, the, the first achievement I think had to do with peeing. I remember now. It's uh, pooping. It was a it was a poop achievement, but yeah, oh. pretty close. Oh, it's right around the corner. They are that sounds awful. <laughs> they are close. Both the game <laughs> and this achievement. Yeah, but the alphabet's always fun because you can make a spreadsheet about it. I mean, it's like <laughs> educational then. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and the letter the letter P would have a double meaning. Let's see. Let's get that regenerated, please. God. <laughs> a limbo like <laughs> stroll playing game and a peace in the Oh God, it's late. Um Pacif- uh, PUBG. <laughs> I haven't heard about that game in a long time. Right. Makes me want some chicken. Pacifist win a solo match without any kills or damage dealt and no weapons equipped. And I don't know what that means, but it sounds very hard. I guess it means I guess there's suicides in that game that someone would have to or like take each other out at the end and you're left standing. Yeah, so a lot of times at the very end of a game, uh, you know, the, oh, the play like area gets smaller out. and smaller and yeah. smaller. Yeah, yeah. So you just have to be playing against the computer and have them map out or playing against a person and have them map out. Mm-hmm. Or two people fight outside and then they both die. Yeah. So PUBG actually has a pacifist achievement. It says reach the <laughs> top 10 without killing anyone. This is just meaner. This should be pacifister. And then <laughs> yeah, let's just add on to that one. Yes. Pacifister. The pacifier. I don't know if we're allowed to say these things. All right. Anyway. And Carpe's last answer was in Goat Simulator. Grandmaster Flap score 100 points in Flappy Goat. I considered 1,000 points, but I don't think that's physically possible for anyone. I bet someone out there has gotten 1,000 points. I imagine... Most people here know what Flappy Goat is. You have to get 10 points, and a lot of people have problems with that. So I, 100, I can. Yeah, I streamed that like forever <laughs> ago. And I think I sat there and tried for like an hour, hour and a half, could not get it, and just got aggravated and gave up. So I was going to recommend a, a game during sales. Uh, Today it was only like two two dollars or so. It was Skell Attack, right? And I was I was gonna recommend it, but I was like, you know what? I should go I should go play a little bit more and see if that's really something I want to recommend. And where I left my game off was basically in a section where you have to play Flappy Goat uh, to get around <laughs> this level. And there's an achievement for um, beating the game with only dying, uh, you know, less than fifty times, no more than fifty deaths. And I must have died uh, fifty times just in that room alone, uh, trying to remember how to play the game. Uh, so, yeah, uh, don't do that. That's a horrible achievement. Yes. Uh, ouch. Good example of a horrible achievement. All right. Thank you for those three horrible sounding achievements, Carpe. All right. We're going back to another Canadian, Jiblach, who says score 50 turtle goals in Rocket League. Turtle goals, turtle goals. Which ones are those? What is a turtle goal? Uh, uh, let's go to. Um, I, all right, I, I knew. I knew at the time. There's one where you like turn. Oh no, it's when you score on your back. Okay, yeah. So it's when you're 
Yeah, like a turtle would be. So you, I guess you wind up on your back, and then you still get to go in. Yeah. Those happen by accident sometimes. Say, I don't even know how you could possibly do that. That's a mean achievement. It's a mean achievement, but I guess theoretically possible, and that's the point of this, right? Yeah, these can all be done. They're just very mean. You think turtles are prevalent in Canada? Uh, Speaking of turtles, I am very excited that Mutant Mayhem is already on Paramount+. Plus. OMG. I mean... And the OG 1987 cartoon is also on Paramount Plus. Wait, wait. So, so is that the I'm movie? Excited. Is that the yeah, new the, movie? The, new, new the movie. brand new movie it was on Paramount Plus. The brand okay. new movie that was just in theaters that I just saw a month ago in the theater, and they just put it out for twenty dollars to rent. Nope, on Paramount Plus. Oh wait, so you still have to rent it? No, no. Oh, it's on Paramount Plus. Well, all right, I'll, I'll watch that in three sections. That sounds good. That's, that's three nights for you. Out this <laughs> I would week. love. I would love. Wait a minute. It sounds like you're making fun. Uh, <laughs> I would like to hear your reactions <laughs> about it. Awesome. No, I, I, I'm, I wanted to watch that, but it's more uh, interesting than my daughter didn't want to go. This next answer from Vulgar Latin, who says Hellblade, which he says to kill ten thousand enemies. <sighs> that sounds. Seriously familiar. Awful. He says That's like 10,000 playthroughs of the game. Um, he says you really get to enjoy that combat. Now, he always complains about the combat in that game. Oh, it's awful. Like 10,000 spoons. <laughs> uh, I'll leave that one alone. So my answer, my first thought was Guitar Hero 3. Uh, getting a full combo on through the fire and flames on expert. That was my first thought. Something that is uh, doable. It's doable, right? But I imagine not many near impossible, but but doable. Yes, that was my first thought. Because there's your skill answers and then there's your grind answers, right? That one, right? That one's probably too mean. Only a handful of people are going to get that one. I'll try to think of some other fun ones. <laughs> the way you said that, well, I first thought of I thought you had like other two answers. or three ready to go, and it. Well, I'm not that smart. Okay. Well, while you try to come up with another the one, patrons are smart. Nate, why don't you go ahead and start ransom out? Thanks for passing. Uh, Hawkeye Barry says, "Jump one million times in Iron Snout." Uh, Where's my nephew? <laughs> exactly. That doesn't seem too bad. Uh, I can do that. Uh, Chesner says, "I call the achievement do the hustle. Add it to Tekken Eight, and it's for changing stance one hundred times in a ranked match." <laughs> And it's sequel, do, 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 for doing it one million times total. Ugh, to get no. those people dancing, baby. Now oh, that's mean. Do, 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 do. Now what uh, Nate meant to say was, 
I guess there's not that many dudes here. Oh, yeah, but there's not that many not enough dudes here in the codes. Yeah, yeah, there's enough dudes. We need more doodos. Yeah, there needs to be a couple yeah, more doodos in that. I think there's enough dues. You probably got that right. You probably got to pay his dues. Right. I get it. Uh, yeah. Al's great with doodos. He knows what he's talking about. X the hero says, <laughs> just wrapped up Far Cry 6. Uh, I appreciate that the achievements encouraged exploration, but didn't require anywhere near full completion of the map. It's an enjoyable 60-plus hour completion for the base game, but to have a complete all-regions 100% achievement easily would have turned it into a dreadfully repetitive 100-hour-plus slog. Or 100-plus-hour uh, slog. Yeah, uh, that doesn't sound fun. Uh-uh. Um, especially while you're getting shot at. Uh, my achievement... Uh, let, me, let me go pull this up here I mentioned it in the channel and I haven't really thought of it since then. So I'm just going to read straight from there and I'm going to find it. There it is. Channel. That is not my answer. My answer was (laughs) Mega Man one. Uh, The achievement is called like grandpappy did it. uh, And that is to beat the game over the course of two days, two or more days uh, without saving using quick resume or switching to another app or game. You just have to leave your console running over the course of two days. So you have to just cross that midnight line. Uh, that's how you would play Mega Man back in the old days. Uh, Cause nobody beat it the first try, try or the first day that they had it. You had to play it and leave it on. Cause there's no save. There's no save file. There's no code system. That's Mega Man two has the code system. Mega Man mm-hmm. one had nothing. You had to beat it all in one sitting uh, if you lost power, start over. Do it again. Um, so there you go. Like Grandpappy did it. I appreciate the explanation. Because mm-hmm. I would not have picked up on that. And we liked it. Super creative. That's like sort of kind of like a worse uh, version of Star Balls. Or at least close to it, anyway. Mm, that hurts me. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be. This is supposed to be extremely mean. Ah, okay. What about you, uh, Kenny? Can you read? All right. Well, the first one comes from <laughs> Wastelander Joe, who says, "Collect one million dumbbells in Starfield. It could be called It Just Works." Out. Um, wow. That that's he wins. I love that one. I love this so much. So our dumbbells that is ridiculously mean, and the achievement title is just perfect. Are dumbbells the type of random thing you find? There's a lot of random things. Yeah, yeah. You can find There's so much junk everywhere. What's the thing yeah. with the sandwiches that I saw? Uh, they're sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. You can collect sandwiches. Somebody collected like ten thousand. Okay, no, they didn't. No. They didn't actually because they played the PC version and they cheated and they uh, they that's summoned. That's cheating. That they summoned. That's it. cheating. Yeah, they summoned it. Yeah, they just so they, they spawned it. There's, they modded it. So you can use a. I'm sure there's a mod to do it too, but there's you know you can use console commands to um to summon or spawn objects, and so they just spawn ten thousand sandwiches. Wow, does mod stand for mayonnaise on demand? I would possibly, yeah. <laughs> like all my sandwiches would be really delicious. It's got to be Dukes, though. Ah, Hellman's. 
I am fine with Dukes. What? Dukes is very, Dukes? Uh, yeah, Nico Montoya mail, mails me Dukes mayonnaise. I'm not even kidding. Wait, um, are you for real? It's for real. We don't, have, we don't have it over here. We have. Uh, I had not. I'd never heard of it until you know until Nico. Nico mails. Uh, he me. converted me. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very. It's more. Oh, yeah, I'm, um, a, I'm a Dukes man now. Eggy. It's good. You put a little Old Bay in there? It's fantastic. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, the over and under. <laughs> We've surpassed <laughs> Didn't like, a, lot of, uh, a lot of inebriated listeners this week. So. <laughs> Didn't like KT Echo like <laughs> count how many times you said sandwich? How many times did we say Old Bay? All right, Wastelander Joe also gave another one of any Bethesda game. Wait outside every shop in the game for 48 hours. It could be called, no, it's okay. I'll wait. I might need an explanation on this one. Is this just because the stores reset with their items? Yes. So it takes takes two days. um, Two days, obviously, in game time for for the stores to reset so like so like when you go to sell things to the to the merchant Mm -hmm. you know they only have so much money so you can only sell so many items well then you have to wait two days and then you can uh sell more stuff to them or if you're trying to buy up all the things it's this type of needless uh realism that ruins game experiences in my (laughs) playing a game (laughs) don't make me wait don't make me go find a bed to sleep in that's crazy Uh, let's see. Next uh, response comes from P Tart. Oh, I'm sorry, P Tart Miss. P Tart Miss. I don't know if she's uh, late with the, taking it down <laughs> from Christmas or if she's early. Yeah, uh, at this point, let's not ask her to change it because then she'll be out of yeah. uh, vogue. Don't ask her if she's late because that's. She Can says, "Move on quickly." <laughs> adding, <laughs> adding a speed run achievement to Island Saver. Take a super chill game and completely destroy it with this achievement. Good luck platforming and maneuvering with this game's physics and camera angles. That's hilarious. That's so good. I love it. There's nothing more stressful than a speedrun achievement. Yeah, Island Saver thankfully had no punishments for falling into lava over and over. (laughs) Well, we know what L spent his time doing. I I know the slide you're talking about. Skeptical Mario says, my answer is general. Every game should have should have an, an achievement for beating it on the hardest difficulty. Mm. Short and sweet. I would just tack I would just tack on there that game difficulties don't stack. So you gotta beat it on every single one. Super mean. And then a Hizo. Oh, look at who this. went the same? Who <laughs> went the same place that L did? He says, "Rock Band Four, Gold Star, every song from every rock band, physical release on every instrument, pro drums included." Wow, that's that, mean. If I'm mean, that's uh, masochistic. That's, uh, sadistic, masochistic, meanistic. Yeah, Andy Pants. That's awful. I follow a guy on uh, 
YouTube and TikTok and whatnot that imports custom tracks and whatnot from uh for rock band and he does like the pro drums. It's insane. It's cool to watch like the music I listen to, like actually on the screen to see just how crazy some of this stuff is. Uh but for my answer and kind of the genesis of this question, I poked my head into the gems of war room and thought of and saw something that they were talking about and thought about this. So my answer is gems of war. I say, you know, 100% the game. Uh, have every kingdom max level, have every troop unlocked max level, all extensions and at mythic rank have all renowned down in the, uh, underworld. Just 100% the game, everything that could possibly be done. Do it. Oh, and also we'll just throw it in there just because it's extra mean VIP level 20. Which involve which actually involves like spending real money to get to. And neither one of you play James of War, so you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I've played it. I just I hate going into that room. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I left I left myself in that room so that I could see when they had an e- easy achievement pop up. <laughs> I was like, I'm not playing this game anymore. But every now and then they have a gimme, uh, and it's just it's just painful now. I, I see people just talking about like I did the thing for 12 days in a row and I got one chance and it didn't happen. <laughs> just like this, just is miserable. Uh, no, thank you. Gems of War probably has the meanest list out there. And that includes, like, Master Chief Collection, where you have to complete lasso in every single game. I think Gems of War is actually worse than that. So, L, did you think of a new one? Mm, Play Back for Blood for more than five minutes. <laughs> That's certainly an achievement. That's All right. mean. That's very mean. That game is good. Prue can yell at me. That's okay. I still like that game. I would still Fine. play it. Beat that game on the hardest difficulty without dying. There. There you go. Okay, now that's a mean achievement. <laughs> All right. Uh, without using cards. <laughs> I mean, that's an impossible achievement, though, right? Because you have to find three other people that want to play that game. See? (laughs) See? This guy gets. There's at least. There's got to be somebody else besides me in this community that would actually. That actually enjoys that game and wouldn't want to play it. There's probably not a lot. But I figure somebody's out there. Nope. All right. That was fun. Thank you to all of our patrons who responded. And if you have a recommendation for a question, if you're a patron and have a recommendation for a question or a topic or whatever, be sure to let us know and we'll we might consider it and ask it one of these uh one of these shows. And whether you're a patron or not, let us know in the Discord in podcast discussion. What would be your meanest achievement? That you can think of. That's remember, it has to be at least feasibly possible. 
But let's go ahead and get on to the game showcase. Elle, since you couldn't think of an achievement, let's talk about games that have actual achievements. What game do you want to talk about? Oh, man. Are we getting the, the fun ones out of the way first? Elle's... Um, L's uh, baby game extravaganza continues. I have been uh, tasked for playing a, a particular game, but uh, it just came out. Haven't had a chance yet. To my liking. Lies. Of. L. Lies of L, indeed. That's next week's show title. Gave it away. <laughs> Oops. That's okay. I play some more RTDL Achievemento games. I played an interesting uh, walking simulator called Lucid Cycle. It is from East Asia Soft, and it weighs in at a whopping seven gigs. This game actually I'm sorry, has what? Yeah. This game actually has really good graphics, really good sound. You I said have East Asia soft, right? I have no idea what's going on in it. It's definitely um, a, like a dream simulator going on as well. You basically go around and you look for a portal to take you into the next dream. And then you wind up inside your house and you find this robot and you tell the robot about your dreams and then you paint on the easel and then you go back to bed and you have more dreams and the dreams get trippier and trippier and um not gonna lie i kind of enjoyed this game but i had no idea what i was doing in most of it there's nothing missable which is the best part you don't need a guide i might have used a guide once to figure out where something was because there's one dream where you have to collect all the blocks and i couldn't find one of the blocks, but other than that, you don't need a guide and nothing's missable. Well, that's nice. But it is trippy. I have a but, question. Uh, mm. Where are the good graphics? That's not nice. They're there. <laughs> uh, he means it's not a pixel game. I can't even. This is got good graphics. It's not. Uh, it's not eight bit. Now Look, wait a minute. I, I'm wait not a, a fan of eight bit, but like. I think 8-bit looks better than this. <laughs> Why are there robots in this? What the crap? He's what so trippy. I don't know. I'm just watching clips. Like I always yeah. do when it's a game I don't know about. Yeah, I'm looking at the screenshots. I don't see any robots, but I do see a cat. Well, there's a cat in the house. And it meows. And Can you pet it? Everyone in the house turned around thinking it was it was in our house. That's how realistic the sound um, <laughs> quality is in this game. <laughs> realistic cats. It has a realistic cat, but you cannot pet it, so that's kind of sad. Oh. And it walks kind of funny. Like it's, point five. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just lost a point. Yeah, I see what you mean by trippy because every single and why I say every single there's six clips. Every single one of them is very different, and I couldn't even begin to tell you what this game was. Yeah. And then the achievements all have these weird names where they replace uh, letters with numbers. What? And, yeah. 
with the achievement. Oh, I see. Lead speak. Yeah, lead speak. And like office has sevens instead of Fs. I don't know. Is that a cool thing? It was in 2007. Oh, that was like year you were born, right? No, I was born in 2006. <laughs> oh, my bad. Come on, man. <laughs> well, anyway, that was Lucid Cycle. It is a $7 game. That sounds like it's these, $8 too much. These games used to be $5. Now it seems like a lot of them are seven. It, this game has been as low as three forty nine, which is what I would pick it up as. A lot of people like these uh, stroll playing games. I, I saw people talking about them in the Discord recently. Someone was looking for one to play. I think you could do a lot worse than this. It's not too bad. But I did go through another game that a lot of more people are going to have access to because it was a Games with Gold, one of the last Games with Golds. And it is called Adios. Oh, you're jumping out? Yeah. Am I jumping? Ah, oh, you said Adios. I figured you're getting off. Whoa. I don't know. Terrible joke. I'm sorry. Keep going. I do. I do. <laughs> that was awful. I always yell adios when I'm getting... Uh, no, I did yell adios uh, when I deleted this from my hard drive after I completed it because it was uh, not that great. Mostly because of the achievement list because, you know, you're going through this, this game. It's very heavily story-based. And let's be honest, if you played this game, you probably skipped most of the story, but it's all vo uh, voice-acted. And um, it's a pretty dark game. You're like going through, and well, I don't want to tell you what happens at the end, but it's pretty dark. But the achievement list is weird. So like at the end, you're, you have to make a meal. And once you make a meal, you get the achievement. And then you have to reload the last chapter and make another meal. You can't just do it all at once. So there's a lot of that in this game. Uh, there's a part where you have to shovel some um, manure and there's achievements for shoveling five scoops and then six scoops and then four scoops. And Wait, why do you have to reload the save? To, because you can't get them all at the same time. That's all. It's, um, have you played this, That's Nate? Weird. I have not played it. Nope. Okay. Well, one good thing that could be said for it is that it's an easy completion. And you should have access to it if you bother to redeem the games of gold. If not, do not pay $18 for this game. This is $18? <laughs> I just noticed that, yes. What? This is a game that a lot of people, people are playing. Because it, was, it, it, was, it, was, it was free. This is a game. I think Nate would like this game. It's indie, it's indie-rific enough. Yeah, when it was on a sizzle reel a couple of years ago, it, it looked interesting. That then um, I heard some more about it that made me think it wasn't uh, it's what not, I thought it was. It's, yeah. You are who you thought you were. Um, 
Well, it has a 2.58 rating on TI. It's a type of game that you'll start one day for a contest, and then you'll you'll just bang it out. It's one of those. No, you'll start one day for a contest, and then eventually you'll get it done through your RTDL. I mean, that's what I did. <laughs> Shockingly. Wait a minute, I just realized it's a Windows game. Damn it. I could play this at work. I mean, no, <laughs> boss. <laughs> I think you're safe. Oh, okay. All right, well, let's play ball on Windows too. That that that's always extra bonus for me. Throw it on the laptop if you're watching like a sports ball or something. Always good. I love those Windows games. I don't know why not all of them are. They should all be. Achievement for throwing a soda at a hitman. All right, what a game. Yeah, man, that hitman's tough. Throw soda at him, get an achievement, and that's what I mean. You got to like reload and then throw a root beer at him. It's just. Achievement list is not good. Could have been a one-hour game that turns into a one-and-a-half to two-hour game because of it. That's all. Oh, yeah, I see that. Your final meal was a stew. Your final meal was a curry. Your final meal was steak and potatoes. Your final meal was a leftover burrito. Ooh. You spoiled spoiling the game. But, yeah, that's, it's all the same stuff. Oops. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, God. That's Elroy style. Yeah, I mean, it's it, no one's going to play this. <laughs> You'd be surprised. It's got 15,000 people played this game. Because it was free. Yep, 100%. Well, that was adios. Um, yeah, like I said, the achievements achievements aren't hard, and there's chapter select, so anything you miss, you could easily go back to at the end. If you wanted to just oh, play through, nice. you could. And and you could just get the achievement and hit start and go right to the chapter select, so it's really not that big of a pain. It's just a lot of unnecessary achievements. Probably could have benefited from fewer achievements, unlike uh, what uh, Need over there says. Come on, so man. They've got an achievement called Piano Man. This and the text for it is that you've got us feeling all right. Come on. All right. That, that's a this good looks, one. This looks great. That's a good one. Yeah, there's yeah. random achievements where you walk around the house and you and you find records to play and cassette tapes. Do you know what either of those things are, Kenny? <laughs> that's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> I know that my grandpappy used to play on music on those. Yeah, yeah. I bet your grandpappy didn't get achievements for doing so. Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, God, it's awful. You put the, the record on and they play like the, and you hear the crackles. Ugh. Gotta love yeah. it. Gotta love what we do for achievements. I, 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 I need to play a real game. Kush. Well, you're in luck. There's a lot of real games this year. I can't really think of any, though. That's a lie. Avel. All right. Somebody else talk about a good game, please. All right. Well, I'll go first because mine's going to be much shorter than than Nate's. So we'll just get this out. So I've heard. Mm. Phrasing. Um, (laughs) So while we were... Getting ready for the show and whatnot. I was going through 
<clears throat> looking at the dock, I noticed the Game Pass leaving. And I noticed that at the end of the month, a game called Proteus was leaving Game Pass. Now, I don't remember the context or what level it was, but I think it was the last time that Vulgar Latin was on. Uh, he was talking about this game. It might have been brought up because we were talking about um, Unreal Tournament. I could be wrong on that. I'm not exactly sure. I just remember something about me saying I like arena shooters, you know, just the run and gun, fast paced games. And somehow this or something like that, this got this game got brought up. I'm like, oh, I want to try it. Try that. Obviously, completely forgot about it because there's a million games. But then when I saw those leave, it's like, ah, at least let me try playing it. And so once again, this is kind of just first impressions look. Um, I think any olds should yes. probably play this if Ooh. you enjoy Doom. I oh, God, have not played a go. lot of Doom, like OG Doom. From what I understand, because I, like I said, I haven't played a lot of OG Doom. I'm not old. But this seems to be like Doom, but you can jump. How dare it's you. a <laughs> and look up or down, but yeah, uh, no, yes, and you can look up and down far. in this. Going too far. There is a right stick in this that that functions. Uh, uh, too difficult for me. But yes, this is a fast-paced like arena shooter type thing, uh, first person. And there's lots of zombies and demons and stuff like that. And when you shoot them, they explode and go and their blood and some guts goes everywhere. It's fun. If you like this kind of stuff, I would definitely give this a try or maybe even uh, try completing it before the end of the month. It's only a 15 to 20 hour game completion. Now, what's actually kind of funny is when you look at the achievements on the Xbox, like when you hit the jewel and tab over everything is secret. So I had no idea what to do to try to earn an achievement in this. So instead just press start and go to achievements and it tells you what they all are. The in game menu will tell you exactly what you have to do to earn them, but not the Xbox menu for reasons. I don't know why they did that. That's just dumb. A lot of them are just kind of straightforward for a a game like this. You know, kill X amount of enemies, beat the campaign, kill X amount in a row. And, you know, just finding the secrets, completing each uh, 100% in every single level in the campaign. One thing that I did find that's really cool about this game is I don't know if you can do it on the Xbox or if there's like a website but you that you go to and then you can upload it but you can actually create your own levels and i was playing one that was mario 64 peach's castle so you know so you start out in like a warp pipe you start you raise up you jump out you jump out of the warp pipe and then demons attack they even have like a little floating question block that when you jump and jump into it and bash your head against it uh ammo pops out of it it's still a cool game. I think well, I think both of you guys might like this. Have either of you even heard of this or tried it? Uh, of course I've heard of it, and I have tried it. Uh, yeah. Three achievements in it. 
I just test that. It looks like I played for 42 minutes. That's about how much time I've put into it. I haven't put a ton of time into it. Once again, uh, uh, first impression. So, some nice things about it is since it is on Game Pass, you you can obviously play on the mobile on mobile, and it does have touch controls. So, I don't necessarily know how good that would play. I personally hate touch controls for a game like this. I don't know if I would like it, but if you're out there and you play like Fortnite or Call of Duty on your phone for some reason, <laughs> I'd give this a try. TA rating gives it a four, so I'm not alone in liking this. Out of ten? Um, out of five. Oh. It's a good score. So that's like Yeah, but it's got, it's got it, five hundred and seventy one votes though. So I mean that's a lot of votes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I haven't heard you say the, the term for the type of game it is yet that uh, you know you know the term I'm talking about. I do. It's a little bit uh, inflammatory. Uh, to this to this age group, the boomer shooter. Uh, a lot of people call them boomer shooters these days. Oh, because it, pl- it plays like the old uh, plays like Doom. <laughs> I have not heard that term. I oh, not you've, not, you've not heard that term. Okay, yeah. So Proteus is a boomer <laughs> shooter. Uh, it harkens back to the original, but with all the niceties of today. So when I heard Boomer Shooter, I always just kind of assumed it was like Halo 1, Call of Duty 2 or 3 type games, not like this. Oh, oh no. They mean like Doom. They mean Doom. They mean Quake. Um, that makes more sense. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it's a Boomer Shooter. How dare you? <laughs> there it is. But yeah, Proteus. Fun little game. I think, like I said, I think a lot of people enjoy it. Uh, $25. Mm. I tried on Game Pass first. Lowest sale price was $17.50. I still feel like that's a bit much. But. Oh, um, yeah, that's probably a bit much. Oh, I forgot, I forgot something else about it that I thought was kind of cool. So I was, I was going through the options, and the game starts off looking like a boomer shooter. Of the sprites and everything like that. If you don't like sprites, you can actually go through and change it to where it's like where everything is actually a full model. You can um, the game starts off where all the menus and everything is in you know boomer resolution, you know three sixty p. You can actually up it so it looks nice. You can change the a uh, style of your HUD to where instead of looking like it was from the NES era, it looks like it's from, you know, modern times, which I thought was kind of a neat touch. I feel so offended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but so many things you said here. I, I, did, I didn't know I had that setting. Uh, that's one thing I didn't check out in my, in my playthrough. I just played it with the good graphics, you know, like we used to have back in the old days. I will say I um, <laughs> clicked on the on the full models, and I played a little bit. I'm like, eh, I just don't feel right. And I went back to the sprites. I think the sprites are much better for this. Ask me if I'm going to play this game. 
I don't need to. I know you're not going to. Are you going to play this game? Nodius. Okay, then. Uh, I have no response to that. I mean, like I said, I know you're not going to. It's not going to be on your RTDL, so there's no chance you're going to play this. With it leaving. That's what I mean. It's going, going, going. Yes. It looks interesting. Yeah, check out a couple of clips. I think uh, some someone might like it. But yeah, that's all I really got for that. I might try putting a little bit more time in. Try to grab a couple more achievements before it does officially leave Game Pass. But it's fun. But something that doesn't sound fun. Uh, Nate, Whoa, what have you been playing? So oh, um, Yeah, I've been playing a lot of uh, Game Pass stuff lately and things leaving Game Pass. So... Uh, but that's stuff I've already talked about, and nobody wants to hear me talk about that stuff again. So I had to kind of dig back in my playing history for a little bit to go back to something that I forgot that I was playing, uh, because so much is coming out this time of year. There's just so much. Um, so I'm talking about a game uh, from one of my favorite publishers because of my my weird gaming kink of <laughs> just loving licensed games, uh, outright games. Uh, they publish a lot of stuff that's licensed yeah even if it's even if it's a property that i don't watch or really care about it's still appealing to me so i i uh checked out star trek prodigy supernova now this is based on a cartoon i think on paramount plus or something like that everything star trek is paramount plus these days i believe pretty much um yeah so so i started this and it is uh man they follow the outright formula for sure um you have to play the levels uh, several times. You have to revisit the levels. That uh, you you basically control two characters at the same time. If or if you have a person that wants to suffer along beside you on the couch, uh, you could play it as a you know couch co op, uh, and each person controlling a different character. Uh, one character is kind of melee based. The other character is ranged, and they have names, but I don't know them. And um, your goal is to uh, to. Basically, your ship has crashed, um, and um, you have to uh, find power cells and things like that to, to basically get the ship working again. But you also have to find your crew members, and those crew members are able to open different doors um, that you can't open. So that's how they kind of gate the level, and they kind of put collectibles behind these gates. So you're going to have to play these levels two, sometimes three times. Um, the game, it's kind of fun, but it does get repetitive. You know, it does suffer from that repetition that you have to keep playing it over and over and again. It does get a little bit annoying. And it does one of the things that I dislike, which is it puts a timer on the level and it sets it as a thing you have to do. Uh, you have to beat that time. Yeah. There's three goals per level. There's a time goal. There's a crystal goal. And there's a, a number of deaths goal. Like you have to be below three deaths. You have to get, you know, so many crystals per level. And you have to get all the collectibles. Uh, so that, it's a different thing, but it's not really a goal. It's just there are collectibles on these levels. But then there's that time thing. Uh, and there are puzzles, lots of puzzles. And they, they don't always make sense to me, uh, even though they may be not the, they're not the most difficult puzzles. Basically, you have to control the flow of power in these conduits. And sometimes there'll be a junction point where these conduits meet on the ground. And you place a, a cube over it that has like a different shape. 
that will either split the the power in a Y or in a T or just uh, just a right angle. And so you have to constantly uh, put these little things in, in places to kind of open this door, open that door. And sometimes there's uh, multiple steps you have to do uh, to get through uh, a level. Uh, each one of the characters also has a couple special abilities. The, um, the melee character is, uh, uh, she has a shield and she'll kind of block these particular types of lasers. And then your other character can go behind her. Um, and, and, you know, get into that room, but they can't duck under the laser, or do anything with the laser. So you have to kind of use one character to block, let the other person go around. Uh, the shooty character, uh, is really strong. So he'll kind of lift a block and then the other character can kind of uh, crawl underneath that block. So they have all these different types of mechanics, um, to, to make the puzzles, uh, more complicated by the end of the game to the point where, uh, each level, sometimes they were taking me like half an hour and that just felt a little long. Um, so all in all, uh, while I like my, while I like my, you know, um, licensed games, I kind of hate that I like my licensed games. This one, yeah. <laughs> this, this one made it a little bit painful. I, I would not recommend this to uh, a person who, uh, doesn't have that particular affliction like I do, uh, where you, <laughs> where you see these things and you want to play them anyway, I'm kind of putting off going back to it. I will go back and I will get that completion. I found a nice uh, video on YouTube that will help me uh, find um, some of the things that I was missing. Uh, some of them are just kind of hidden. Some of these collectibles are just hidden because of a trick of the camera. Uh, like, oh man, I missed that. I missed that little hallway that was there because it was so close to the camera and I just, I just missed it that time. Um, unfortunately, there is no nice kind of way to revisit a checkpoint in a level. So if you miss something, you have to play that whole level over again. And I have not yet been able to stomach uh, a test of going back to a level where I missed a collectible right at the beginning, uh, grabbing it, quitting out and seeing if it, if it saves that I haven't tested that yet. I will. Uh, I just need to find a level where I've missed a collectible pretty early on and and see if it sticks or not. Um, But yeah, this looks truly awful. It's not, it's not awful, but it is, it is, I, I can hear Prue's blood boiling right now. What it possessed is, you to play this game, Nate? That's my question for you. I told you, it's my it's game. Licensed. It's licensed. It's oh, licensed. It's licensed. It's outright games. Yeah, but so yes, are many other games. things. Yeah, and I have them all and I will play them all. Ah. It's just like, <laughs> I, it just will happen. This is an event. This is a thing that will happen. Um, probably. But yeah, so I, I saw this one. It looked fun. I kind of I've watched a couple episodes of the show, one or two, literally a couple, um, uh, and I thought it was okay back back at the time. Well, I, your other I, I don't know. Race. Still don't know the characters, um, and, and and all. But um, it's just more painful than it needs to be, and it's it's kind of the worst of the outright formulas. Now the game looks good, it plays pretty well, but you have that problem of having to uh, go through every cutscene, even if you've already seen it. Um, so it's just it just feels uh, laborious, and it just drags on uh, when you play it. So, uh, huh. yeah, there you go. Star Trek Prodigy Supernova. The only person I know that's completed it is Peru. And uh, he has to complete it. I want to say he would have been first, but he was either. mm, Looks like he was third to complete it, but there was something where something was unobtainable for a while or 
something. Oh, that, that, that might have been. That sound right? Maybe. Yeah, I think they fixed I, it. I wasn't following it. By the time I, oh. I got the game, uh, everything was fine. It took like him 16 it's... hours. I've put 12 and a half in. So I'm on, I'm in cleanup mode right now. So I've already beaten the game. I'm just going around trying to get all the collectibles and uh, beat all the time requirements and that sort of stuff. Now, so I have an important question. Dad. Oh, boy. Okay. You know what's coming. <sighs> Are there any sexy doors? I knew um, you were going to ask that. I was, <laughs> was going to say it, but I'm like, I'll let Elle ask it. There are there are some sexy doors. Some sexy doors where you need a sludge monster to kind of slither underneath it. Um, you, <laughs> mm. uh, there's no yeah, there's big, to me. A, Come on, keep it going. Like, big big pink rock monster has to like smash up against the door. Um, yeah, smash. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, very sexy. All right. Every Star Trek game needs sexy doors. <laughs> well, this one's got like three kinds. You have to find three different. Crew members to open doors for you. So, if you oh, have really? no idea what we're de- what we're talking about, go into Discord and just type in "sexy doors." You'll understand. Two Somewhat. words. Two words. Sexy doors. So, like I first said, person a little bit ago, first person that types that in, Prue's going to uh, send them a code for <laughs> for, for his phone number. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you a code for a month of Paramount should, so you get to watch this. We should send something. So like I said before, I always watch like clips okay. on TA of, of these games that I don't know about them. There's four clips on TA. I could not have told you that this was a Star Trek game until like the last like five seconds of the fourth clip, in which case the Enterprise show up. And actually it doesn't even look like the Enterprise. It looks like the great value one. The Enterprise <laughs> we have at home. These guys actually steal steal um, a starship from the Academy. Uh, so that's the whole thing. They've stolen the starship. They're not really full graduates, I believe. And they, they've so now they're kind of <laughs> like way out in deep space. They don't know how to really, uh, you know, they're not full cadets. And they're trying to solve all these things. And they're not fully staffed. There's just like five of them running the ship. So that's my understanding. I'm sure I've got all that wrong. Uh, but Yeah. <laughs> That's that's Star Trek Prodigy. Well, let's see if we angered Prue or not. <laughs> he'll yell at us in the. Well, actually, he'll probably yell at us uh, tonight when we're playing game together on whatever it is that we said wrong. Prodigy Supernova. Yeah. Oh, Nate, you and your license games. <laughs> well, hey man, um, Outright's going to be. They're going to be having some real bangers soon with uh, uh, Baby Shark. Really looking forward to that. And then, of course, the one I'm super looking forward to uh, is Bluey. It's Bluey. I I feel like I'm the the one dad whose kid watches Bluey, but I'm not in love with that show. But I will say it has an amazing theme song. You can't not sing it. Mm -hmm. You got to keep you up with the episodes, Kenny. I like watch it passively. I've never actually sat down and watched it. I uh, I'm I'm a little worried that they're going to ruin it for me. Um, so <laughs> I'm kind of worried. Uh, I'm kind of worried. Oh, I I 
truly cannot wait for you to talk about that. You know I'm going to. I, I'm sorry, 100%. everyone. I'm sorry. I'm apologizing now. I will at some point in the future be, be talking about Bluey. I know you are. And when I said truly, I meant truly. I, I cannot wait to hear your take on that game. I honestly do mean that. <laughs> All right. Well, Bluey's not on sale, but these games are on sale. Uh, Nate, what do you want? What are you going to recommend? It's one of those weird weeks where there's just nothing really to talk about that we haven't already talked about or that you haven't already purchased. Uh, so I'm going to mention something that I haven't purchased yet, but maybe might. Uh, Castlevania That's Advanced surprising. Collection, $10 down from 20 It's a platformer, Metroidvania, and collection. It's 40 to 50 hours of gaming goodness. And what else do you need this time of year when there's no other games coming out uh, <laughs> but 40 to 50 hours of a game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I have one game to recommend. And like he said, there's there's just not a lot. So I'm just going to continue with telling you what's non-BC and on sale. Uh, I, for the life of me, cannot remember if I talked about this game because I thought it was interesting or if it was already on sale. What? But non, non-BC game this week is Street Fighter X Tekken. There is a physical release, but if you want a digital, go ahead and grab it now while you can. It is usually 20 bucks. It is $4 for the week. 50 to 60 hours. Tekken's better. Um, <laughs> L. You got anything you want to recommend? I don't think so. All right. Yep. One of those weeks. Not a lot. But we do have some Game Pass news, and oh. boy, do we have some Game Pass news. There is some good stuff coming to Game Pass. Out now is Lies of P, Party Animals, and Payday 3. Oh. Oh, man. We're playing that tonight. If, I was just about to say that. If... <laughs> You are listening to this day of release, oh, hopefully day of release, should. and assuming that the people that I'm playing with will allow me to stream it, I, mean, I plan on trying to stream Party Animals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a uh, eight-player party game, so it should be fun. I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's a good game, because that's something we could we could do pre-live show uh, as well. Ooh, Just good one. We'll see. We'll see. That other one will we'll uh, be the um, the the party animal. We will be are the um, guinea pigs, and we will we will determine if there it's it a, is if it's a good <laughs> uh, live show game. Thing. I think it's On. eight players. Yes, yeah, eight player. Which would be great for a pre-stream game. Get a couple of patrons or whoever. On September 29th, we have Cocoon coming to Xbox and PC, an Annapurna interactive game. So sometime in the future, Nate will be talking about this. Uh, Yep, more than likely. On October 3rd, we have Gotham Knights for the cloud console and series. No Xbox One for you. Uh, 
around a 50-hour completion. It's Gotham Knights, but it's not Arkham. I hear some good things about it, or actually, I hear some decent things about it. I hear some, a lot of bad things about it. I don't know. It's Game Pass. It's free-ish. So I want to try it. I'm excited for it. I love Batman. I love superheroes, so. I'm very excited. I got it at Best Buy for $10, which is uh, why you now have it on Game Pass. You're welcome. I appreciate your contribution. Doing my part. Oh, wait. Was that the one that you got the steelbook for? Uh, no. No. That was uh, Cyberpunk. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Also, on October 3rd, we have the Lamplighters League. A strategy turn-based game. I thought this was for Roguelite. I remember you telling me to look this up, and it looked kind of neat. It looked like um, uh, XCOM-y. You should, uh, yeah. should more phrasing that you should. <laughs> What's wrong with XCOM-y? So there's not a commie anymore, right? Man. Their achievement list is peak right now. On October 4th, Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide is coming out. Uh, if I remember right, I think this was Left 4 Dead. I don't really remember. There's a lot of Warhammer games. I don't know. I'm not into Warhammer. I don't have that kind of money. I wish I did. And on October 10th, we have Forza Motorsport. I'm very much looking forward to this. Are you? It's not the good one. It's Motorsport. This. So it's not Horizon. I know it's not Horizon. But I'm I'm confused then. You're excited, <laughs> but it's what not What do you Horizon. know about cars, Kenny? Yeah, what do I know about cars? Mm. So the reason why I'm looking forward to this is I know that Forza, both Motorsport and Horizon, have always been peak. They've always been good. I love Forza Horizon 4. Love Forza Horizon 5. They were both on Game Pass. Game Pass got me hooked on both games. I played a bunch of of them. I love it. It's a new Forza. I mean, I want to try it. Okay. Not to mention, I want to see how pretty it is. All right. I'm happy for you. I'm sure I am not going to enjoy it like I do Horizon because this is more sim, whereas... If it's racing, I want like Kart Racer or whatever Horizon is. Horizon's more of a driving game than a sim racing game. But yeah, I still want to try it. I'm looking forward to it. I know it'll be good. It probably it might not be my cup of tea necessarily, but I'm sure it will be good. And like and like I said, if nothing else, I just want to. 4K 120 frames. See how see how gorgeous. Push the Xbox Series X to its limits. See what it can do. But leaving Game Pass on September 30th, it's not all bad. We actually there's actually some good news on on some games that are leaving. First up is Beacon Pines. Thank God that's leaving. We don't need visual novels in there clogging the clogging up the list. Uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be a good one. The good kind if, of novel. if you are those people that like visual novels for some reason, uh, Nate talked about this on level 218, and I think he liked it for some reason. I don't really know. I think there was like I a did. raccoon in it. Uh, um, maybe there must be. There must be a raccoon somewhere. <laughs> I know I just pissed off like 10 different people right now. 
Um, uh, also leaving Game Pass. Oh, I should also say Beacon Pines is like three to four hours. So if you if you do enjoy the adventure games, this is very doable before this leaves. Um, then we have Despot's game, a roguelite strategy game, 40 to 45 hours. Uh, I guess if you really want to complete it, you can. Up after that, we have Moon Scars, a platformer Metroidvania, 20 to 25 hours. And there's a roadmap from Neo 21 on the forums for it. Well, one playthrough. Yeah, one playthrough roadmap from Neo 21 on the forums because some of the achievements require you to like do A or do B. Uh, and if you do B, you're, you're locked into it because B plays out later in the game. But, but A, uh, you get the achievement right then and there. Um, so he, he has a, he tells you how to manipulate the cloud saves and all that to kind of get it done in one. It's a very combat focused, uh, game, uh, for, for Metroidvania. Um, so very melee combat focused. So, uh, not your typical, uh, I think. Um, if you just kind of jump into it, it seems hard, but the more time you spend in it, the better you get at the combat. So I, I'm probably going to try to finish this one. I was, excuse me. I was hoping that you, uh, knew about that. I kind of assumed you was since it's Metroidvania, but yeah, I was hoping you you would know about that one able, and were able to explain it. Um, Then we have Outriders, action RPG. Uh, this has probably been one of the longest games on there that actually did, le- that actually will leave. Uh, it's been on there for like two and a half years or so. Like uh, Nate talked about this back on Level 190, if you want to check that out. Uh, about 70-hour completion and has paid DLC with another 20 to 25 hours. I think it's a three-player Destiny-like, if I remember correctly. Three-player. I would I would almost liken it more to um, Gears of War. Like Gears of War slash, um, what's the people can fly game? Um, Bulletstorm. Kind of feels like a combination of the two of those. It's, it's more... Oh, okay. It's more serious... Like gears, if you will, serious. Uh, then Bulletstorm, which is kind of crazy, but it's got that same kind of feel to it. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, were you talking about that you played Outriders? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, if, once it leaves Game Pass, you're gonna have to wait for. I think back in February, it was bundled with the DLC for like thirty bucks, and that's. I think that's the lowest it's been. That sounds right. Yeah. That one. Definitely like Gears. All right. No, that explains why you liked it. Um, like I mentioned before, Proteus, the bo- the boomer shooter, is leaving Game Pass. Uh, go ahead and grab that now. Then you have Weird West, an action RPG, around 30 hours. Uh, Rocker Dude talked about this on level 194, if you want to go back and check that out. Um, I don't quite remember this game at all. Kind I, of an XCOMI, as, uh, as Kenny would say. Oh, okay, um, it's kind of an X, It's an XCOMI <laughs> type game, and Rocker completed it, which is, you know, uh, it's kind of surprising. Like, this isn't normally his type of game. So uh, he, he kind of, I think was introduced to the genre 
uh, with another game. Um, what was that one with the animal with the pig and all that? Uh, very pig in the city. Yes, that's the one. Um, Goose game. <laughs> no, that's not it. Donut. No, not Goose game. It's, it's another XCOM like game. Someone's screaming the correct answer. Good job, you. South Park. Uh, and, um, and Weird West was like the other game that he liked in that genre. So, uh, yeah. It looks cool. Uh, I might play this one. I actually thought you played this already. I dabbled. I got a few achievements and then I got quickly distracted by something shiny. Probably, you know, a licensed game. Who knows? <laughs> Alright, uh, next game that we're losing is Shenzhen IO. That's on uh, Windows. It's a 15-20 hour puzzle game. Um, ask Michelle. She's probably played this. It's a puzzle game. And then we're also losing Last Call BBS on Windows. An 8-10 to 10 hour simulation game. No, nothing about that. So, yeah. All of those are leaving at the end of the month. As always, if you want them, hurry up and complete them. Or they'll be available for 20% off right now. But let's be honest. They'll go on sale for a better price. So is this like a PBS simulator? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of like a PBS. If I heard about this, I don't remember it. Wow. I imagine we said it was coming to Game Pass at some point. I have no recollection of it. I used to play. It's a Windows. I used to play Legend of the Red Dragon and Usurper. Those were like text-based games, right? Text-based RPGs, yeah, on WBS. Text-based RPGs. Yep. Uh, There was another one people used to play. Anyway, good memories of that stuff. Trade Wars. That's it. Yeah, those I, Windows games that come to Game Pass, we don't really talk about them too much. Just cow, so. I did not know this existed. That's cool. <laughs> well, you've got eight oh, to ten hours. I'm, I'll be right back. Before the end of the month. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we know what else we're going to talk about in two weeks. It's a lie. I have absolutely no idea what any of this is. What is a P. Manelli? I don't know. It looks like a Boomer Sim game. All right. Yeah, those are that's the Game Pass news for the week. So with that, let's go ahead and take it. Go into Brad Camp. Take it away, Fufu. Why? Thank you, Fufu. No problem, Fufu. So Dan the Whale has reached 400 completed games. Koosh Moose, that guy over there, has hit 550 completed games. Very nice. X to Hero has hit 900 completed games. Unky Tim Fu has hit 1,050 completed games. And Sniped by a Girl has reached 1,650 completed games. In streaks, we got a whole bunch of 50 days. We've got Johnny Delicious, Sangrias, Death Dealers, and Legohead 1977, all with 50 days. Shoot. Wheezy Fuzz with 100 days. 
Chesna with 250, Morbid 237 with 1,550. I've got Nigma Gamer 77 and mm. Nigma with 1,750 days. <laughs> uh, Seamus Michelini with 2,550 days. And Matrark with uh, 3,650 days. That's a fun number. Uh, celebrating their annual uh, anniversaries, as they say. Uh, it's Livex with the three year anniversary streak. And Matrark with obviously her 10 year achievement win streak with 3,650 days. Congratulations. Sometimes we're math. Wow. That's insane. I, um, Ten years. I know what achievement she did it with. She actually picked something. Oh. What was it? There's an achievement in the game 50 years called 10 years. <laughs> there you go. So Perfect. So, Love it. So that's what she used. Very nice. Very nice. On theme. Yeah. Michelle, I would have thought of that. Hey, Michelle, what were you doing 10 years ago? Oh, I don't know. Just starting some stupid streak. That's insane. Yep. 2013. I was still in elementary school. All right. So games, gamer score, uh, Fufu's turn. Ben L72 has hit 600,000 gamer score. Domain has hit 1.3 million gamer score. And my God. Redemption Denied has hit 4.1 million gamer score. How is that even possible? Were you seriously in elementary school? That's just rude. No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm young. I'm not that young. The Xbox not One a math podcast. The Xbox One just came out. We can go with that. 2013. Doing mm. ourselves in that way. In- That's wild. Leaderboards Chesno is now in the top 5,000 of Gamer Score Leaderboard for Xbox 360 fighting. Noise. He likes fighting games. Domain. Top 1,000 of Gamer Score Leaderboard for educational and trivia. And he likes that category a lot. He's in top 20 of Wa- Washington. There you go. Gamer Score Leaderboard. Washington. For There's definitely an R in there. Absolutely. I Mike Zero in top two thousand of the USA USA TA leaderboard, and Lego Head miss you in the Discord, buddy is in the top five thousand of the TA Difference leaderboard for stealth. Very nice. Not a real genre, but whatever. They stuck it on there. Ah, I see what you did there. Stealth add to the sheet. All right. Well, that will do it for us this week. Thank you all for listening. As always, you can check out all of our socials. We have links to everything down in the show notes. Most importantly, join the Discord. Come be a part of the community. Tell us what you think of the show. Unless it's mean, then don't tell us. We don't care. Um, (laughs) Give us your answers of, of the topic and whatnot and if you got any sales recommendations that you that you think that should be shouted out be sure to tell people but yes with that thank you all for listening class is dismissed see y'all next week toodaloo bye everybody 269 nice good 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 good
Hello, everyone, and welcome to Game Passable. This is your home for all the Game Pass goodies and publisher analytics regarding everyone's favorite subscription service. I'm joined by my good friend, Koosh Moose. Hello. Hello. I, I actually even wrote hello that you would say hello. This is perfect. And oh what my we are here to do is break down the Xbox Newswire posts. We plan to do this twice a month, and we will optimize your Game Pass experience. The plan is that we're going to showcase some of the games in the service, probably discuss that dreaded two-week window, uh, and by the time you hear about those, it may be too late, but to combat that, we are going to use this show to help future cast and prognosticate a few months down the line so that we can be a little bit more proactive with our gaming. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on intros because you kind of know who we are, but it is the first episode, so I think we should probably give people a reason to why we're launching this endeavor. So... I'll start with you, Koosh. Why should anyone listen to you? What makes you the perfect candidate to break down these Game Pass, uh, these Game Pass titles and information? Oh, Freem, uh, I have a problem. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. I have a problem where I like games too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I buy them and then they end up on Game Pass for everyone else to play. Uh, and so... <laughs> Uh, I just, I just also love to dabble, just kind of dip in and, and play a variety of games, uh, or a variety of genres. They're obviously ones I don't like. If you've listened to the main show, you, you know, I've got my games that I'm not a fan of or my genres I'm not a fan of, but I tend to love just new stuff, just getting in and just testing out all the new stuff. And when Game Pass just opens up before you and, and gives you all these things. I get so excited. I go in there and I try things out on like the first day or first, uh, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I like, I'm really excited to check out the stuff that come out, came out today, you know, uh, the 20th, uh, which it is just flipped over to it. And I'm probably gonna be sitting here waiting till 3 PM my time for it to <laughs> actually pop up and just keep refreshing. You're too early. You're too early. Uh, that's, that's the thing. That's who I am. I like the new shiny, uh, and I get distracted very easily. I think Xbox calls uh, that a, an explorer type person, user of the service, and and I fit that too. I also like variety. I like uh, lots of uh, different types of experiences, but. I know some of the people in the community might also know that I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to spreadsheets, and it would become as no surprise that I have been upkeeping a Google Sheet regarding Game Pass since the start of the service. Uh, you can actually, if you're in the Discord, you can type exclamation point Game Pass, all one word, and the MeSeeks bot will provide you a link to that spreadsheet, which I update after every Newswire post, but... That information may not be super readily available for everyone. So, and I'm also guessing, and I don't know your analytics, Koosh, but I'm guessing you have more listeners than Discordians. So, we're going to supplement that spreadsheet with this little segment here. Plus, Koosh and I get to showcase some games, and especially ones that he isn't allowed to talk about on the main show. So, <laughs> they cut me off. Yeah. Yep. This, you have free reign to do it. So, we want to start kind of chronologically. And, uh, and so I'm going to kick it over to Koosh here for, and I know, you know, we're following the main show, but this is the games that are leaving the service in the second half of September. So, uh, like I said, I know you already talked about some of this in the main show, so we'll just quick burst through this and, and add anything that, that we think might be pertinent to trying to get these things done in the last uh, couple weeks here. Yeah, so leaving uh, on the 15th of this month, we have Beacon Pines. Uh, I completed this game. I talked about it on the main show. If you're interested, you can go check it out there. I know, uh, Freem, uh, you said you wanted to play this one. 
Uh, I hope I had something to do with that. Uh, but <laughs> it's a fun little, fun little game. It's a three to four hour uh, visual novel. Uh, and uh, it's interesting. Um, is, before uh-huh. uh, I do want to, I mean, it is on my list and, and I flag things at some point. We can talk about how we identify stuff we want to play later on mm. with the new stuff that's coming. But um, how, like, do I need to play this with sound on? Is this something that I should like listen to and enjoy that? Or can I just read the text and enjoy it that way? There is a lot of text reading in this one. Um, it's kind of like, uh, I, I want to say a choose your own adventure. Sure. Um, you will die. Like, uh, <laughs> and that's kind of the cool thing about it is like, if you make the wrong decision, you're going to die. Uh, but then you can go back and, and make the, you know, the sure. correct decision. You, you can hold your finger the story. on the, on the page. Exactly. Yeah. Put your finger in the book, flip yeah. it over, figure it out. Oh, did I want to do that? Nope. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's basically a choose your own adventure video game. And I think that you would enjoy this one. I just For realized, sure. does that age us because we're, we're talking about paper based books? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, the fact printed media yep. definitely aged. Just dated. checking. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> next up, we have Moon Scars. It's about three hours. Uh, well, no. I've, I'm sorry, I've put about three hours into it. And this is a Metroidvania uh, platformer. And I feel it's very combat focused. Um, and it was hard. Uh, that was my first impression. Then I, I spent more time on it because I had popped some achievements, so I wanted to come back to it. And I, of course, looked at your spreadsheet and saw that this was kind of like on the horizon mm-hmm. uh, a while ago. So I jumped back into it, I think, last month. And, of course, bam, it's on the, it's on this month. So that's that speaks to the accuracy sometimes <laughs> of your prediction. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, but the combat, I found got better or I got okay. better at the combat and it became uh, it actually became a little more fun. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the most fun game. It's no guacamelee, but um, it's definitely not a guacamelee. It's, it's a it's more like a souls like uh, combat uh, to moon scars. And uh, if that doesn't sound appealing to you, no problem. Pass it. There's a lot of other stuff. I was going to say I was on the fence and I'm not sure you pushed me one way or the other. <laughs> so well it sounds like i should push you off the fence and say don't do it <laughs> okay perfect there you go uh next up we have outriders now we've talked about this on the panel before and freem you and i have played this together we have uh, it's a yeah it's a three-player shooter uh so if you have a four-player group like we do uh and one of you happens to record a podcast on one night it's a great time for everybody else to go and make progress uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> And your fourth person comes around and gets a carry later on, and that's perfect. It works great for me. Mm-hmm. Um, out, it's uh, it's a fun shooter. It's uh, it's like Gears, if Gears um, wasn't Gears. Uh, it's it's kind of a combination. I've mentioned it before. It's like a cross between Gears and um, oh, I've forgotten the game. It's now. like if you played mm. Gears on easy, and and mm. and cover was optional. Like, you should kind of hide in it every now and again, but kind of more <laughs> fun to run and gun. And then the powers that are involved, you, you know, you kind of mainline on one of your, one of your things, one of your, uh, you know, character traits. And, you know, in our group, I think, are you a trickster like I am? I forgot what no. you play. Oh, you're the marksman no, I- guy. Right. I'm the guy. I'm the guy that's totally OP. Like yeah. the, the game is broken in that per, that uh, that character's uh, favor. And once I saw that, I said, absolutely, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I love being the trickster. I think it's super fun. I mean, our group's put a hundred some hours into this thing. I have one achievement left after the World Slayer thing, and it is a doozy. Oh my goodness! Uh, it's like getting up to Apocalypse tier twenty five. You know, which if you think of World tiers, 
it just it takes forever and the, the it is huge it is long this thing goes on sale all the time we bought physical copies with the dlc this uh the world slayer expansion for like 10 bucks on amazon i mm-hmm. do want to throw this out here because this is a 100 percent server-based game this is online only all the time and it's square enix and square enix just said how absolutely utterly disappointing final fantasy 16 was and it sold a kajillion copies so I'm a little nervous about the length that this thing's going to survive. Uh, so if this is at all on your radar, chip away at it, keep working at it. Um, and then, you know, I'm not sure how much warning you will ever get that this thing is going offline. Yeah, that, that is, that's a good, uh, valid concern there. And it, yeah, if you've got two other people that you constantly play with, this is a great way to spend some time. Um, it's fun. Yeah, I had a great time with that one. Uh, next up, we have Proteus. I was fortunately on the panel earlier tonight, so I can tell you that Kenny covers this briefly. Uh, I dove this game. It's a it's a boomer shooter. Uh, it plays a lot like Doom, and uh, it's fun. <laughs> if that sounds good to you, check it out. It's a little pricey. Um, I think it is doable if you were to start it now uh, and finish. You could you could finish it before the fifteenth. Uh, there. Or, 15th? Sorry, before the end of the month. Yeah. I think I, I must have messed it up in the intro as well. So <laughs> this is all by the end of the month. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, so it, it plays a lot like your old Doom. Um, uh, and I just recently learned that there's a slider option. You can make you kind of update the graphics a little bit, make them smoother. Um, but why would you? Like, you're in this for the nostalgia, right. I'm sure, if you're playing it at all. Uh, I will uh, basically put a pin in it. And, and wait for the price to drop, and then I'll go get those other achievements. Uh, next up, we have Weird West. I dove this because uh, Rocker Dude talked about it on the podcast when he jumped in one day, and uh, he made it sound really good. He sold me on it, and I, I played it for a thing. little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy's convincing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he made it sound really good, and it is. It's not bad, but, uh, you know, once again, as I mentioned, uh, something shiny went by, yep. and I got distracted, and I have not gone back to it. And I think I'm, I might try to finish this one along with Moonscars. I think Moonscars is going to be my highest priority. And then if I have time left, I think I'm going to look at Weird West. Weird West uh, is I on my. Mention, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I should mention that it's like an XCOM type game. Uh, if you haven't heard about this, yeah. um, you've got, yeah. So it's, you're going to be planning your actions out and then, and then implementing them. Yeah. I got like the, like old, uh, PC Fallout version, that turn-based, you know, isometric view, um, deep RPG roots that kind of do some wild things. Uh, it, and that's, that's totally in my wheelhouse. I absolutely love that game. And then when, when Rocker was talking about it, I was like, yes, I'm sold. And so I downloaded it on my computer because I was like, this will be great. I got the, the keyboard and mouse, you know, over lunch breaks. I can take a little time and do this. And my computer cannot run this game. It is... I did a half hour and it was like, oh my God, this is so awful. Like my, I'm pushing my PC to the limits here because it's a crappy work laptop. Uh, oh, so man. this is an at-home console experience and that's why I never went back to it. Uh, so I'm going to buy that one. That's on my to-buy list. And uh, and Beacon Pines is going to be on my complete list. There are three games left that we we need to talk about. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add these to our showcase section here because I'm going to go a little bit more in-depth on those, except for the game Shenzhen I.O. Um, 
that's a, a Zactronics game, uh, one of these weird, and, and it's there, there's a portion of this that's similar to Last Call BBS. It is like a puzzly circuit computer making simulation type thing. Way smarter than I am. It it is super not in my wheelhouse. Kush, have you even looked at that thing? No. Okay. Yeah. It's a it's a Windows only. Last call BBS also Windows only. Super not in my wheelhouse, so I'm not even gonna bother talking about it. But what I will say is last call BBS, this is something that I do think you can get done before the end of the month. Uh TA's got it at 12 to 15 hours. I played it legit, took me 26 hours. Sorry, let me rephrase that. I mostly played it legit. Uh, what it is, is it's it's a collection of minigames. Um, so it's set up as an old BBS operating system. Um, I, you know, the, the olds, even I'm not old enough to know, to remember what BBSs are. Because, Bolton board service. Yes, but I mean, like, I'd never partook in those. I think my first internet experience was AOL. So, oh. you know, I'm not, I'm old, but not quite that old. Um, but it's, you know, it, it it's it's essentially the internet before the internet. And you go onto this little, you know, it creates this little operating screen and you like call up and download these games, right? It's all just part of the gameplay. And this um, Zach Barth, he, you know, he's super creative in this way, does some fun things like that. It is considered a simulation genre, but really it's just a collection of puzzles. So there's eight mini games involved, and, and I'm going to highlight a couple of them here because some of them are really fun. Like, I really enjoy these puzzle games. Others, I'm kind of too dumb to play. But uh, the easiest one of them all is called Steed, Steed Force Hobby Studio. You literally just assemble Gundams. Uh, there's like four or five models. You have like your use your mouse, and you have like a little clipper, and you have like the plastic molding, and you just clip the little pieces. And once you clip them all out, the frame goes away and then you can like move the little pieces around. And then when they connect to an adjoining piece, it snaps in like a puzzle. It's essentially a 3d puzzle. You just build a Gundam. You can paint them. You can do stuff like that. But literally the achievement is just build everything. It's super Zen. It's super fun, <laughs> like incredibly um, relaxing and easy to do. So I, I really like that. I kind of wish there was more of it, but again, only five, uh, four or five models involved in that one. There are two solitaire games. One is called Kabu Fuda. And this this is more of a like a free cell variant. It has um, like your eight lines of cards. They have different images on them, so don't think of n normal playing cards. But ultimately, you know, if, if it helps you think about it in your head, you've got specific images on these cards, columns with the, ca the cards coming down, like I think it's six tall. And then you have four empty spaces above. And you can only move one card at a time. So even if you have like a stack, you can still only move like one at a time. So you start playing it, you'll figure it out. On easy, you have these four empty spaces. So you have a lot of flexibility to move the cards up and down and create these stacks. Once the stack is locked in, it it kind of closes off that section. So for instance, if if you match the four um, of, the, of the same image, It'll close out, and if that's in one of your top four slots up there, then you can no longer use that slot. It can't be moved. It's it's locked in, and it's done. Um, similarly, once you close out one of your columns, that'll lock that out, and you, and you can no longer use that to play cards off of. So as you progress through the game, your options become more and more limited, and 
Um, it you know it, it it offers a little bit of a challenge. The only the achievement is for beating all the levels, so you need to be easy with the four empty spaces. Then it moves up to medium. You have three empty spaces, hard two, and then expert. You only have the one empty space. You can't win every game, but I think as you progress through those difficulty levels, you'll understand the mechanics of the game and be able to figure it out. There's no really walkthrough. I mean, it's essentially skill-based. You need to learn how to do the puzzle and play through it. I liked it. I thought it was fun. The other one is, I'm going to butcher this name, Sawayama Solitaire. This is really just traditional solitaire. There's there's nothing special here. Uh, I think the main thing is that there's no undo button. So you can't, if you move a card somewhere, you can't go back and try and fix it. It is, you've made that choice and you can't, you know, test the waters and see, oh, should I move the eight over to the nine or the, you know, move it over to this nine? Um, you don't have that option. It's, you do it once and that's it. You only need to win 10 games. Um, so it's pretty easy. I actually saved this as a, uh, as a, a pre preload for if I ever needed an achievement to go. So Easy little solitaire game. The other one that I very much enjoyed was called Dungeons and Diagrams. And it is, it's essentially a Sudoku puzzle. Um, it is a 10 by 10 grid with numbers that, that are that correspond to the columns and rows. And those numbers tell you where or how many wall pieces go up in your dungeon. On top of that, the dungeon's also filled with, uh, there's a treasure chest or... At least there could be up to one treasure chest. And then there's monsters in there. And the rules are, if there's a treasure chest, it has to be in a three-by-three three room. And if there's a monster, the monster has to be at the end of a hallway. So uh, it can only have one open space to connect to the monster. Again, it's just the rules of the puzzle. And you just figure out this logic puzzle. There is 64 puzzles in all. I did them all legit. Um... Because, you know, because I, I liked it. It's fun. It's it's neat to try and set these things up and figure out the way that the walls work. And you can totally look up pictures online. <laughs> I mean, if you if you really don't want to do this, I had to do it on one puzzle because I was just so sick of getting the wrong answer constantly. I'm like, I this seems impossible. What the heck? And then once you see the solution, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't get that one. But the other 63 I did by myself, it is time consuming if you're doing it by yourself. You know, but it's fun versus staring at a picture and just copying a picture. But again, if you're pressed for time, you can totally do that one real fast. These last three, not the last three, these three that I want to talk about are essentially logic puzzle games. Um, like I said, I am way too dumb to do these, so I completely cheated all these because uh, uh, I tried to do some of them, couldn't figure it out. Uh, there's one called 20th Century Food Court. Uh, there are 15 levels, and what it is is you are setting up a kitchen using all these pieces of equipment. So, for instance, they'll say, hey, I, wanna, I want a sandwich. Okay, so then you have, uh, it's on all, all on conveyor belts, and so the, the bread comes down on the conveyor belt, or first comes the tray, and then the bread, and you have to line it up and stack things and use the cutter to cut the meat, and sometimes you have to cook the meat, and it's this wacky, convoluted conveyor belt system that you have to do in the precise order, trial and error, until you get the right thing. Um, and it involves logical things like switches and yes and type gates um, where, hey, if this, you know, if this comes through and it's a soda, 
let it go through. If it comes through and it's a juice, it goes this way. And again, super convoluted, really cool. I'm just too dumb for it. So I cheated and found a guide on Steam, went through that whole thing. Additionally, Chip Wizard Professional. Uh, there's 21 puzzles on this one. I tried absolutely zero of these. I looked at it and I was like, this is so far beyond my brain. It is essentially building these like Boolean logic connections. So there'll be these gates that you would have like on circuits and you you set up these like bridges so that when a voltage comes into one of them, it'll take that wave pattern and then you have to add it to a different wave pattern and then that adjusts your little histogram at the bottom. And so you're trying to match a histogram that's already provided to you by making these bridges and connections and running the voltage through. And it's like, again, so, I mean, so far beyond my abilities that I was like, I'm just looking up some answers. So uh, the last one, I don't know even how to pronounce this. The There's five letters. <laughs> it's X apostrophe BPGH. That may or may not even be the word. Uh, the Forbidden Path. This one is another 15 puzzles. It's a logic puzzle. I did a couple of these legit, and then it just got way too confusing. What it is is essentially a stem cell growth simulator. So you've got eight uh, steps in which you can manipulate these cells, and they will propagate through these eight things. And so will you start off with zero and you want to end with whatever the image is that they give you. So it could be some weird-looking, fleshy skin sample with an eyeball on it. Like, that's what you're trying to create. And so you say, okay, well, I need the skin cell, but I need to make a muscular cell first. And then so that propagates, and it propagates this way. Oh, I should put a bone here because then the bone will stop this. It is immensely confusing. As you go through it, you'll start to figure it out. Even if you look at a couple of solutions, you can kind of get an idea of what they're trying to do. But once you open that floodgate and you see how it's coming in, you're like, I would. this would take me forever to, to solve these things legit. Um, and uh, we don't have forever. We have two weeks, less than two weeks when, by the time you're hearing this. The final achievement that will give you by far the most difficult time, and this is 100% skill-based slash luck-based it is called hack match and it is a if you have played astro pop or magical drop or money puzzle exchanger it's one of those match three puzzle games where uh you've got the puzzle pieces are coming down a a a grid a, a column you know tetris like facing you know maybe even think of tumblestone so these pieces are coming down, and you have uh, at the bottom, you can pull one of the images down, move it, and put it back up. And if you connect three, they disappear, and you eliminate some of these things. It is a head-to-head -head game, and you play against four AI opponents. They have special abilities as well, which get complicated, but ultimately... You have to go so darn fast and set up some amazing combos to beat this, the third and fourth bosses that, like, you will be pulling your hair out. It is so hard and so fast. I tried so many times to get this. 
And, you know, at some point you just get this muscle memory going and you get lucky with how things are coming. You get some super drops coming in. And I will tell you when I won this achievement, I was fist pumping like you wouldn't believe. Oh, it felt so good because this thing was, you know, a Mount Everest to climb and try to beat this one because it is a very challenging achievement. Do you get to retry the bosses or do you have to do a perfect run? You do have to do a perfect run. Um, so oh, okay. you have to beat one and then two and then three and then four. You know, If so you fail on three, do you have to start, start over? Start over back on one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, okay. One, oh, okay. One is a pushover. You'll get that one no problem. Two is tricky. Three is insanely hard. And four is nearly impossible. Um, and so, like, I think... Gosh, I can't even remember how many times. You, as you go, you know, so like I said, one, you can beat pretty consistently. Two, I was probably hitting at a 60% clip by the time I got the achievement. And then you'd hit three, and it was like, oh, okay, so, you know, right away it's lose, 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 win, lose, lose, win. And then, you know, you start getting better and understanding how three works so that you can get to four. I think I probably beat the fourth boss on my like 10th or 12th try. And only, I mean, really, and that's just because you are in such a rhythm that you are figuring out how to set these things up quickly. And you just got to get lucky and hope that the the pieces fall um, and you're able to clear out because they start putting in a bunch of like blocks that prevent you from making matches so it's it's convoluted and and hopefully you can get the like the power ups to work in your favor it's it's very difficult it's very difficult um and if you have any familiarity with those types of games you will know if you like it or not um other than that it's you know 12 to 15 hours like i said i did 26 with cheating three of the three of the games um i liked it it was fun and i'm glad i i i i finished it you're kind of selling me on it, but then these some of these harder ones sound a little um, a little off putting. Now you said you looked up the solutions. Where did you find those solutions? Because they're not on TA. No, they're not on TA. If you go into uh, the individual solutions, there's uh, you can just type into the Steam uh, forums. Um, so type in the name of the game. So 20th Century Food Court Solutions, and I found that the Steam uh, solution library had the best. They had images. And you just got to copy the image. Um, Perfect. And a lot of that is, I mean, like, you know, to set up a soda pouring machine where you have to, you know, figure out if it's Coke, if it's diet, if it's Sprite, if it's, you know, and you have to like set up these logic um, connections. So, hey, if it's this, this triggers this and it goes to here and then this goes to here and then you got wires going everywhere. It's, it's bananas once you start seeing some of the things, but it's easy to copy. So that's that. We'll see. We'll see if I do this one. <laughs> that is that. I'm tempted. Complete, I'm tempted. Completionists, it's a, it's a, it feels really good to complete um, because it is a challenging, it is a challenging game. The last game we want to talk about uh, is Despot's game. Now, when this thing launched, it had uh, some some achievement issues. There is an unlock all achievements achievement that was problematic, and one of the achievements was straight up broken. Not the case anymore. It's been fixed. It uh, got fixed about a year ago, and I'm not. So 
let me shine a little light onto how I look at games. When when I see the Newswire post come out, I will do name of game gameplay video, and I will watch you know somebody's beginning intro play and see if the mechanics, if the story, if the art, the graphics, if that uh, you know jingles my jollies essentially. And if it does, I'll put it on my list of hey, these are things to check out. And some of them get moved higher on the list. You know things like. Uh, you know, Beacon Pines was high on that list. That's a quick, easy sell for me. There's other games that it's like, yeah, no, for sure, these are, are right in my wheelhouse. Starfield, right? No no brainer. I took a look at Despot's game, and I said, no, I don't think that's for me. Uh, because when you look at a screenshot of it, for me, I thought it was a real-time strategy game. It is super not a real-time strategy game. It is an auto-battler. It is a roguelite strategy auto-battler, which is... Totally in my wheelhouse. So I'm I'm kind of disappointed. I only found out about this, uh, uh, you know, when the Newswire post came out. It's pretty funny. It, it it's it's I, I, so far I've put about ten ish hours into it over the past couple of days. There's only thirty seven completions, so it is it is a low complete game because there is a super grindy achievement at the end of it, which I will will touch on. It's a twenty dollar game from Confa Games, and it's published by Tiny Build. Confa may be a three-person studio. They have like a three-headed troll-looking thing as their, their their mascot. So it might be those three dudes, might not be. But it is funny, and it's a pixel art graphics. Um, there is touch controls available for the game. That might work okay. Uh, keyboard and mouse is what I've been playing on, and that is key because the interface with moving your, your little dudes around and clicking on buttons works wonders. I don't I don't know how it is on a controller. Probably adequate, but keyboard and mouse was was money for me. The basis of the game, you've got this crazy robot, Despot. He imprisoned a bunch of humans into his little underground maze, and he's like, hey, you know, see if you guys can get out. And the humans then move from room to room, trying to de- descend each level. So when you get into a room, uh, you are presented with a series of enemies. You hit the fight button. They automatically fight. And then, depending on which room it is, something can happen. So, for instance, you start off with, you know, different starting critters, different starting dudes. Um, There are ten different weapon classes. And within each weapon class, there are five tiers of weapons. So, your bottom tier gray weapon, green weapon is your next one up, blue, purple, and then orange is your legendary. And... If you have characters that are holding, uh, you know, so so you give your little people, you can fit 46 people into your little grid space. They can only have one weapon at a time or one item at a time. If you have all five different things, once you hit three, four, and five, they get leveled up. So even though the guy has a level one weapon, the, you know, the crappy gray weapon, his weapon gets boosted if you collect all of the certain type. So, and, and they're kind of silly. So, uh, one's a swords a swords uh, class. They call them the uh, fencing class. So, the the bottom tier is just I think it's called just plain old sword. And then the next tier up is Excalibur, which is a sword that actually has a rock stuck at the end of it, and you just beat dudes with the rock instead of swinging with the sword. Uh, the next level up is a dude with a chainsaw. Um, it's like a chainsaw sword. 
He wears a. He looks like Casey Jones if he was also the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The fourth one is Kylo Ren's lightsaber with the you know the two side prongs on the hilt, and then the fifth and legendary one is the Final Fantasy Seven gigantic fat blade that's just massive. Um, and that you just, you know, kind of chop that thing around. And so there's tons of those types of callbacks to all these different games, all these different other media. And you have to kind of pair your groupings together so that you present the best fighting team. And as you go through each room, things will get more and more difficult. Every time you move from a room, you have to feed your people. So they all consume one piece of food. So if I've got 10 guys, I need 10 pieces of food to move to the other room. If I don't have food, uh, one of, this little bar tips down. And once I get to six, uh, six tips down, you, you lose um, your fighting strength each time you go hungry. So you want to keep your guys fed. But you can survive if you move through, if your your team's built well enough. And... Once you hit that bottom, they won't let you move until you start sacrificing people. And every time you put one of your people into the pit, it generates four food, and obviously it's one less mouth to feed. So you just need to start killing your own people in order to move on to the next room. Again, it's wacky. It's silly. Um, each dungeon level, you know, level one, I think, has five rooms, and then... Level two is six rooms. You go through 10 levels to get to the final boss. A run, my, I, I won my first run. It took me probably 90 minutes, uh, two hours, as I was trying to learn the, learn the rules, figure things out. Uh, like I said, won on my first try, which was fun. I created a fun big army. And in this 10 hours of playing, I have unlocked 24 of the 35 achievements. So they're flying through. I'm going through them really nice and easy. Okay, why does this take 50 to 60 hours? So there are two specific achievements. Obviously, the unlock all achievements achievement is one of them because it relates to this win 100 King of the Hill matches. So King of the Hill is a game mode within the game, which is a PvP mode. So you create your army of dudes, and you fight somebody else's army of dudes. The only way you can enter that mode is by beating the boss. And not that, and don't get me wrong, it's not beating the boss unlocks it. Beating the boss gives you an opportunity to play five PvP matches. So if the boss ends up, you know, doing a ton of damage on you, and your army sucks, which is what happened to me the first time, I went in and went 0-5 in those PvP matches. Didn't win a single one. My army sucked, and I got wrecked. Having known better, and I beat him a second time, uh, not right away, I lost a bunch in, in between, but I beat him my second time with a much better army, and I won four of the five PvP matches. So if we're doing the math here, it's uh, it's if you're gonna win four or five matches every two hours, yeah, it's minimum. If you run the table, it's gonna be thirty some hours to just do that. 
I will also say there's this weird bug. So once you once you beat the final boss and you automatically go into the King of the Hill match, it sticks on a loading screen. A lot of people are, are saying that about this problem. You have to exit the game and reload the game, and then it will fill in the five battles you have to play through. All that being said, like I said, huge grindy achievement, obnoxious. The game is super fun. I I really like it. It is it is clever. It's funny. Um, I could see it, it it getting old as I have to try and get to the 100 wins for the full completion here. But because I, I can't imagine finishing this in the next two weeks, I'm going to have to buy it. And it'll be one of those that it's like, hey, you know, once a week, let's try and get uh, get a win and, and get five kills or five PvP wins. And then maybe in ha- you know six months, I'll, I'll have the completion and I'll just kind of chip away at it over time. But I'm enjoying myself. It is a fun game. Um, I'm, I'm glad it got fixed and I'm glad uh, it, I was introduced to it. Yeah, I had seen their social media and um, they seem like they have a good sense of humor. Um, they do. And it's really modern. For instance, one of these yeah. things, one of, so in between each level, after you beat the boss of that floor, you go down some tubes and you always get introduced with some type of event. And the event, you can you can pick the dialogue options with what happens at the event. And sometimes good things ba- happen, sometimes bad things happen. And there was one where it was like, you found an ancient viewing device. And the way that they explained it is it's a mobile phone. Circa 2022. And uh, on there, you find a, a an archived uh, program called TikTok. And then you have the option, do you watch TikTok or do you just say no thanks? So I was like, oh, well, I'll watch some TikTok. And it said, you spent three hours doing it, ate a bunch of food, and nothing happened. And like, so it was a bad one. I wasted my time. It, it took a bunch of my food away. And I was stuck with a bunch of starving people because I decided to watch TikTok. Um, mm. And it, so it's like silly stuff like that. It's funny. Uh, you know, there's there's callbacks to uh, so like there's a class called the tank class. Uh, the tank, you know, understandably is a, a damage eater. So the the level one tank is a is a guy with a big shield. The level two tank is he's got a shield with like spikes off the front of it. It almost looks like a like a connector to a a circuit board. So he's got that one. The level three is a dude pushing a fridge around, like a refrigerator. The level four is, and and so each person has a name, and one of the names that consistently pops up for number four is, you know, random first name, so let's say Dorothy, right? Dorothy Sisyphus. And it is a person pushing a giant boulder around, and then they just, like, slam it down on enemies, is, is this boulder attack that the tank does. Uh, and then number five is like a big casket, and you push this like casket around. But so each each person has a name, each person has um, you know wacky traits. Things will happen to them. Again, you sacrifice people constantly into this pit. Uh, there's an achievement for throwing a ninety nine. No, there's an achievement for throwing thirteen into the pit. Part of one of the achievements is you have to throw ninety nine people into the pit uh, because it unlocks a game mode. It's wacky stuff. It's fun. I, uh, but you definitely will not finish it by the end of the month. 
Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, <laughs> Despot's game. Yeah, that's that's more of a you game. I, I don't. Uh, I like the idea of puzzles, but uh, I don't know if this one's <laughs> going to do it for me. I may have to watch some videos. I do the exact same thing, like you were saying. Uh, when I see the new games, anything you know, just new releases or new Game Pass releases. First thing I do is Google the, you know, the name of it and gameplay and I watch a little bit and that kind of lets me know, okay, this is something I'm interested in yep. or not. So I do the exact same thing. Uh, this one I'm going to watch some video and we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll you can touch back and well, you and I game all the time. So I'm sure I'll hear about it offline. We'll just let the listeners figure that thing out. And speaking of the listeners, this is going way longer than I anticipated. Uh, so let's jump into our final section here. Um, speculation. This is really we're gonna we're gonna break down kind of some of the stuff that's coming up mainly just for October right now. Um, one thing I do want to mention is that so the two games Last Call BBS and uh, Shenzhen IO those are Zachtronics games. Uh, so Zach Barth the, the he's a solo developer and he said he's done developing games. He's he's quitting the industry. He's actually I think he's got a job uh, in publishing or doing something else like not even video game publishing like he's doing like. Um, like textbooks or something, whatever. Anyway, he has still has two titles on the service, Exapunks and Opus Magnum, and they just passed their 12-month window at the beginning of September. So I, because they weren't announced, I don't know, but I put a, put a pin in these as, as these things might have a short shelf life since Zach is is done making games and he's out of like Zachtronics doesn't exist anymore. So that being said, I mean if if Microsoft's gonna pay him to keep these things in, you know, he might just want that extra money. Again, Exapunks, Opus Bagnum, no idea when they're gonna leave the service, but consider the consider yourself warned that they could leave at any time. Kush, as far as October goes, what do we got? We've got Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch. So this is a Bandai Namco title. Uh, 65% of Bandai Namco titles go out in 12 months. Everything else that's gone past 12 months has been out of the service within the next five. So nothing has gone past 17 months. The only one that's out there right now is Pac-Man Museum Plus. That's currently at 16 months. So high probability this thing is gone uh, next month in October. Uh, next up, we have Hard Space Shipbreaker. Uh, I love this game. I think people should play it <laughs> if you have time. So start early. Yeah. This one, so Focus Home Interactive, half of their games leave at 12 months. Another, the, the remaining 25% of those leave at 24 months. So now we're covering, you know, 75% of all their games. SnowRunner is still alive at 28 months. So, you know, not quite sure where this hard space is going to lie. The console 12-month window was this week, and PC is at 16 months. So it survived September, but since we just passed the 12-month console, I'm still keeping it on high alert for October. This might not survive. Um, another one by Focus is A Plague Tale Requiem. So this was the sequel to Plague Tale Innocence. This hits its 12 month in October. The one I'm the why I'm hedging my bet on this one is because the Plague Tale Innocence was in the service for 32 months, but it left a month before the sequel. So I'm I'm 
pretty sure Requiem's not going to last that long till it presumably they do a third Plague Tale. Maybe it will, but if you're considering doing Plague Tale Requiem, I think we're probably at a 50-50 shot. This thing is gone in in October. It's mm, too bad. I, I, I'm going to have to do that one. I like the first game. Uh, next up, Spider Heck. Yeah, there's actually two here. Kill It With Fire I threw on here. Two spider-based games from Tiny Build. We just talked about Tiny Build with uh, Despot's game there. 75% of Tiny Build's games are out of the service in 12 months. The only one that's still left is Kill It With Fire, which is hitting its 24-month mark on November 1st. So I think Spider Heck, again, this is kind of the same thing as Shipbreaker. It hit the 12-month this week, but it was toward the end. So yes, it survived September, but it still might go out in October. I'm less convinced Spider Heck is going out because it's a party game, and and Game Pass really does well with party-type games. Kill It With Fire at 24 months, though, not a party game. That's a single-player game. I think that one is gone in the end of October. Um, you know, this will be the latter half of October, November 1st, leaving the leaving the service. And there's a sequel coming out soon. Uh, I'm not sure how far off it is. A Kill It With Fire? A kill sequel? It With Fire 2. Okay. Yeah, there's a Kill It With Fire 2 that's coming uh, before too long. So you might so, get lucky uh, that it, the Kill It With Fire will survive in Game Pass until Kill It With Fire 2. Until the sequel. Yeah, who knows? I hope. I hope. Uh-huh. Uh, and then one of my favorites, uh, you know, a licensed game, Paw Patrol Grand Prix. You bet. Um, Outright Games publishes this one. Half of their games leave at 12 months. They're all licensed titles. And we're very familiar with Outright Games. Typically not the highest quality, but they do uh, provide easy gamer score. There are three games currently still on the service past the 12 months. One of those is Ben 10 Power Trip. Another is Paw Patrol, Mighty Pups, Save the Day. So another Paw Patrol title. They're both at 21 months right now. And then my friend Peppa Pig is sitting at 14 months. So this one I put at the 75% confidence level uh, that it's leaving the service. Usually outright is is pretty good about getting these things within their, their license window. But, you know, not quite sure where this thing's going to fall. I feel like Microsoft just wants to pad like their uh, family friendly games. Yeah. So I think I think that might be why. And, and hopefully we'll just see more outright games just kind of flow through the system. Yeah. Uh, next up, speaking of family friendly, Grand Theft Auto 5. The most family friendly. There was so we saw in uh, in the leaked information, if you guys were following the FTC case at all, a bunch of leaked documents came out and in there information about how much it costs Microsoft to put games on the service and in, to keep Rockstar games on the service, it costs them $5 million a month um, to, to just keep the game on the service. And so as a result, Rockstar games have only survived four months. Every single Rockstar game that has been on the service has been on for four months and it's been out, which means October is Grand Theft Auto 5's four-month window you can set your clock to this thing being gone. If 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 we were doing a a sports betting, I would say this is my lead pipe lock. This thing is out of here. <laughs> Man, uh, that's just crazy to me. Uh, next up, Humble Bundle, Signalis, and uh, Coral Island. Yeah, so there's two Humble Bundle games here. Um, Coral Island is this farming simulation game. It launched with no achievements, 
And last month, there was a news article that came out saying they're going to add achievements with an update. So because of that information, I actually slid this one down. I think this is more service-oriented, and they'll probably try to keep it in the system. Signalis, on the other hand, not so much. This is a throwback Resident Evil tank controls sci-fi horror thing. Hugely high praise. I don't know if you listened to any Game of the Year talks last year. Uh, a lot of people talking about how cool and unique and interesting this game is. In terms of Humble, 80% of their titles are gone at 12 months. The Survivors are still on the service. Forager, which is a management-style game that launched in uh, Game Pass 40 months ago. So that's why I'm thinking, eh, is this a Coral Island Forager type thing? Maybe. Uh, the other one is Slay the Spire which has been in the service for 50 months, and it's in Game Pass Core. So that thing's a lock. That thing's not going anywhere because it's included in Core, and the game is phenomenal. Uh, Signalis doesn't fit any of those types of categories, so I'm going to put this in with the 80% and say this thing is gone in uh, in spoopy month here. And I'm pretty sure there is a, uh, a quick way to finish Signalis as well. If you, if you check out the solutions yep. or the forums for that, uh, it, it should be pretty easy to get done when it does give notice. Yippers. Uh, next up, uh, my favorite genre, probably, uh, Ghost Song is a Vayner. Yeah, another humble game. This one launched into the service in November 3rd, but because it was so close, I'm, I'm going to include it into the October high probability because uh, where it landed, if it does survive October, this thing is gone in November for sure. Uh, next up, we have Gunfire Reborn. This So is this, this the game that foof talked about a couple weeks ago he mentioned it i don't yeah. believe i was on that show or if i was i was asleep yeah it could when be he was talking about it um because I, I put this one on my list of things i wanted to try this is a 505 games title um they typically again are a 12 month publisher half the games have left the service at 12 months but they still have seven games that have gone way beyond that so who knows where this thing is going to lie? The games that they still have in the service, we got Payday 2, which is Game Pass Core. Stardew Valley in Game Pass Core. Inside, Game Pass Core. You've got Terraria, which is a crafting puzzle game like, or not puzzle, but a crafting game like Minecraft. And No Man's Sky, again, huge, expansive crafting type game. Uh, the only one that's a weird one is this Ayudan Chronicle Rising, which, isn't that the Kickstarter output yeah 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 it's like a i don't want to call it a demo but it's like this offshoot weird kind of side project for 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 that larger rpg right so gunfire doesn't fit any of those (laughs) so no it doesn't put that into the leaning um that this thing is is out of here gotcha next up a game uh, i have no interest in (laughs) a football manager 2023 yep this one uh, this again set your clock to this one um you know, Football Manager 2022, 2021, they've all been in the service. They've all left uh, at the one-year mark. The question is, when does one year hit? Because this was an early November release, but it's an annual franchise. So if it survives October, because it was technically launched in early November, this thing is out of here by November 15th because the new one's coming in for whoever hasn't done this. (laughs) Uh, then we've got a note for Sega. Yes. Uh, it looks like a lot of Sega. There's a bunch of stuff here that I want to just flag, notably the Persona 5. So it's hard to predict what Sega is going to do here because they have games all over the place. 40% of them leave at 12 months. The one that's in October is Persona 5, the Persona 5 Royale release. 
the first time Xbox has had an opportunity to see this. It's a long RPG. The reason I'm I'm flagging this one as something to keep an eye on is because if we lose Persona in October, then in January, Persona Three and Persona Four, those would be out out of the uh, out of the pool as well. So if you have interest in these types of RPGs, you don't have a lot of time. <laughs> I mean, you're definitely not going to be doing Persona Five by October. But if it if you lose Persona Five in October and you still have interest in three and four, you have till January because those will be the twelve month mark. That's why I wanted to flag that one out there. So that's what we have for October. We will down the road talk about November and December. Um, a couple of highlights here that that I want to point out. Um, you know, Kush, I think you you were planning on doing a showcase on this one here. Yeah, I started eastward and of course got distracted, but uh, you know, with with this new segment, I want to go back and maybe put some more time into this one as something I'll yeah, talk so about. Yeah, so that's a high probability in November. Another high probability in November is Norco. Um I I'll showcase that one in October. Uh, that one you definitely can finish in the 2 week uh window and I freaking that game is wild. It is fun and it is bananas. So I'm I'll be excited to showcase that one. Uh, looking even further in the future, and I haven't updated my sheet yet because, uh, you know, we're still technically in September, but I'll give you a peek at the December ones, some high probability potion craft. I'm flagging Hello Neighbor 2. We'll have more of a discussion on that one because, um, you know, the publisher is a 12-month publisher, but historically some of their other games have been in the service longer. Lego Star Wars, Star Wars Saga. Star Walker, Star Walker saga. Um, no Lego has survived twelve months. Typically, they leave at six months. So the fact that this is still in there is surprising. This thing will will be gone in December, and then a game, uh, an amazing RPG. I super loved this game, Chained Echoes. Um, I'll showcase this one in the coming uh, weeks. This is leaving in December. Uh, if you guys like games similar to Chrono Trigger um, and your classic 16-bit uh, turn-based RPGs. This thing is in that wheelhouse. I very much enjoyed it. It was fun, cool story, great fighting mechanics. Like I said, I will showcase this uh, more down the road. Oh, Koosh, I forgot we have one more segment left. Oh, what do we have? We got to talk about the new games that are coming out. <laughs> Oh, boy. Just briefly, because I want to, I mean, in terms of what you've seen so far, anything uh, anything tickle your fancy here? Oh, just about all I of it. I kind of think uh, all of it, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Party Animals is supposed to be out. By the, time you, by the time you hear this, Party Animals is already out, and we'll know if it's good or yeah. not. Uh, I've been burned by these kind of um, silly party, you know, uh, fight fighting type you know, goofy animals right. uh, games in the past. Some of them have been good. Some of them have been not great. Totally. Uh, this one I'm, I'm hoping, yeah, this one I'm hoping is good. It looks funny. It looks silly. Uh, and, and I think, I think we're going to talk about it on the panel. If we even have a live show and this game's any good, we're going to do yeah. it before one of these panels. Yeah. And sure. I'm guessing um, this thing is probably mm -hmm. in that gang beasts, rubber bandits type yes. range. Um, you know, so we're talking, Rubber Beasts, I th Rubber Bandits, I think was eighteen months. I should pull up my sheet, but I you got time on this one, and I'm guessing that the achievement list is not going to be terribly 
in depth, but I haven't seen it yet, so who knows? Yeah, I think it'll be it should it should be a good time, yeah. but we'll see. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about yeah. it. Uh, next up, Payday Three, which I'm not a huge New. fan of, but um, yeah, I played a bit and of Payday Two. Yeah, the other guys on the panel, they're they're actually looking at playing Payday Three, uh, kind of as their like Thursday night sure. game. Um, so so hopefully we'll hear more about that. This one, so you know, if you if you're interested in playing this one, this one's a little weird because eighty percent of Deep Silver's games only last one year, but the two that are still Deep Silver's IP that are in there are actually Microsoft IPs. So Wasteland Two and Wasteland Three. So they're not going anywhere. So the other caveat to that is Payday 2 which is published by 505 Games this has been in there since the Game Pass launched in May of 2017 and now it's part of Game Pass Core so does what does that mean for Payday 3 no clue so, but this this game is going to take a long time to complete so if you are interested and you don't want to pay for it start early yeah, can they keep a two and a three in the service at the same time? I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, next up, Cocoon. I love the. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly or if it's Cocoon, um, but this is an Annapurna interactive game, and I just it doesn't even matter. The fact that it's Annapurna interactive means I have to try it. But but I like the look well, of this he, one. So here's I the think, other thing: the added bonus. Do you know who, who mm-hmm. the developers are? Oh, I do not know. X played it. Top of my head. So mm, we're talking limbo okay. and inside. When they after after Playdead split, half the group went and made Cocoon and published by Annapurna. So you know Annapurna only puts out bangers, asterisk yeah. twelve minutes, but for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I've heard some other podcasts talk about this thing. I am super jazzed about this game. I think this game is going to be sweet. Nice. That being nice. said, that's what I was hoping from. Yep, Annapurna. It's a one-year, uh, 82% of Annapurna's games leave in one year. You can probably set this one as a one-year release. We don't know what the completion time is, but just, I'm putting I'm putting my date down there right now. October 2024 is out of the service. Uh, I purchased uh, Gotham Knights. Uh, there was a $10. There's a special deal that they were doing at Best Buy. Like I, I, Every game was $10, and every sure. day it was a different game. I picked up Gotham Knights, therefore... It has now been announced as being <laughs> entered into the service. This was a huge surprise for me. I, I w- was not expecting this one to come in the service at all, uh, or at mm. least not this nope. soon. I know it was pretty bad, but um, I think what, what's a bummer, you know, we have our Sunday night group, Koosh, and Fug was like, hey, Gotham Knights, right? You got four players. And then I broke his bubble by saying, yeah, but you can only play two players in the campaign. Wah, wah. <laughs> Um, there is a four-player mode. They, it's a it's a title update. They added some type of arena fighting mode or whatever. So we might still play it on Sunday nights. But yeah. let me touch on Warner Brothers here. Warner Brothers puts a lot of games on Game Pass. Um, all the LEGO titles, 20% of them, uh, 20% of all Warner Brothers games left at six months. All of those that left at six months were LEGO titles. 30% of them left at one year, including... Return to Arkham series, so that was the Arkham Asylum, Arkham City. So does Gotham Knights fit in that range? Maybe. They've got a 15-monther, a 19-monther, a 24-monther. There's three games that are still in the 20 to 23-month window, so who knows what's going to happen with those. There are two games they still have on the service for like 50 months long, one of which is Arkham Knight. The other is Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, one of the two. But that's the, the war, war one. 
pretty sure. Yeah. So does this fit the Beyond the Service Forever or closer to the one-year Arkham City, Arkham Asylum? I'm going to say because of the less-than-stellar receipt that Microsoft's not going to want to pay for this for more than a year. Right. So mark right. this one as 12 months. Okay. Uh, and lastly, we have the Lamp Lighters League. Holy crap. Lot of alliteration. I am so pumped for Lamp. This is this is uh this is a dream for frame type game. Turn-based XCOM 1920s strategy type game. I freaking love these things. Paradox Interactive. Um they're they're a little interesting too because so I don't know how to classify this because when I started doing the service, they didn't release their stacks at the same time for some of their titles. So I didn't know if I was going to count that as two games or one game. So there are six IP or eight, if you include the stacks of the 22 games that are left the service, which means most of the games are still in the service. You got 10 of these games, 14, if you include the stacks are still active. And that's anywhere from 15 to 50 months. The ones that this falls under, I'm guessing, are Shadowrun and Battletech. Uh, the developer that made Shadowrun and Battletech is also the developer that made Lamplighters League. So I'm, I haven't been able to find uh, confirmation of this, but I think Xbox owns this IP. I think they have the Lamplighters League IP, and it's they're developing it through a second party. So this one might stay on the service relatively indefinitely that's where i'm going with this thing that's good though because uh games are crazy right now there's there's too much absolutely crazy so what i'd love to do and and so now you know we're wrapping up the show here i would love kush do you have my sheet listed here my my calendar for looking at looking at october Mm -hmm. so what Mm -hmm. i want to do yeah is we're we're gonna we're gonna play a little game and we're gonna see. Oh, looking at the section called "Not Enough Data." So these are <laughs> these are games that we don't know uh, because they only have their this is maybe their first or second game in the in the you know in the in the service or there's just not enough data. Let's pick each pick one of these games that we think is leaving the service and we'll see how how close we are. Do you want to start? All right. I'm going to go with The Legend of Tian Ding. The Legend of Tian Ding. Okay. Yes. I can see that being uh, being on the list. Um, I'm going to go with Scorn. I think Scorn, because this is this was an Xbox exclusive. And mm-hmm. is it on PlayStation yet? How long was the exclusivity? I'm not sure. I just I think the game is disgusting. It is. I would love for it to be super disgusting. <laughs> I I I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my money down on Scorn. We'll see where this comes. Um, we'll do another set. You know, after the first set of announcements in October. Kush, I really like this, and this was way longer than I anticipated. I hope our our audience likes it too. <laughs> I don't think we will talk quite as long in future episodes, yeah. but who knows. This is the first episode. We're figuring stuff out, and we'll uh, we're also trying to slam a month's worth of content into like one. one week. That's true. That is true. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure. We'll it get out. better at it. But I want to thank everybody so much for sticking around with us. Uh, appreciate it. If you hey, love to hear the comments. 
you know, jump in a podcast discussion. Let us know what you guys think. If this is helpful, if this is fun, uh, if any of these games, you know, you're going to try and complete. I know there's already discussions going on. Once we see that Newswire post, man, the, the forums light up with action. And absolutely, if uh, if you're interested at all in the in the research that, uh, that Freem has done here, and once again, this is all Freem. Freem's doing all the research. He's doing all the tracking. He's doing all the spreadsheet. Uh, and if you want to see that spreadsheet, it is shared. And you just type in uh, exclamation uh, Game Pass on the Discord. If you are not on the Discord, uh, find us. We are uh, H101, um, and uh, we would love to talk to you and go over this stuff uh, along with other things, just boosting Games in general. Uh, check us out if you haven't already. Fantastic. And so, Kush, I will talk to you on this audio channel in a couple of weeks, and I will talk to you in person tomorrow night when we play Exo tomorrow. Primal. But <laughs> <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Absolutely. And uh, to everyone else, you guys have a great rest of your couple weeks, your fortnight before the next Newswire post drops. See ya. All right. Bye-bye. Welcome back to NeverEnding Stories, a short segment where I talk to our patrons and staff members about some of their long, unfinished stories from the games they started way, way, way back in their backlogs, uh, and then finally got round to because I just made them. Joining me today in, I believe, podcast debut yeah, yeah, is uh, someone who I'm going to butcher the name of. Uh, again, I, I struggled with Aruturk, and I'm going to try this one. It's Scarovese. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much perfect. Oh, yes. See, I, I added a tiny little kind of Italian inflection on there. I felt like it was it was warranted. It's always good to see how much people embellish it. Yep. Yeah, because it is, it is a, you know, you're supposed to mention that it's not Scarovese, right? right. It's Scarovese. Yep, yep. Yeah, mm. pronounce all the all the vowels. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. Where does Scarafesi come from? Where, where does that name come from? I'm interested. Uh, What's the tag? So uh, a long time ago, I used to be into uh, tabletop RPGs, like like D and D is the one that everybody knows. But there's one called Seventh Sea, and it is basically just uh, Earth in the 1700s, if it had magic. And mm. one of the people that is in the publication is essentially Machiavelli. Yes. But Machiavelli, if he was also writing The Prince when magic existed in the world. And uh, his name in that universe is Scaravese. So, uh, so yeah, it is It is like a, like a medieval Italian yeah. kind of name. Yep. Oh, <laughs> perfect. So it works out well. And you, you modeled yourself after that. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Was it, wait, but is he like 
Machiavellian, is he? He he is because that's a, that's much. a thing, isn't it? Planning, scheming. Yep, yep. He's he's a pretty a pretty cold dude. I mean, you know, he he's pretty much only looking out for what can what can forward the nation, and it doesn't really matter if there's you know <laughs> some some side effects to that. So he's <laughs> not really what I think personally, but he was a very compelling character in that game. So. Yes. Yeah, well, you know, much like Chewie uh, in the Star Wars universe. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't think I'm literally Chewie, but, you know, I respect him as a character. Yeah, yeah. Got a lot uh, of an interesting character. When did you join us as a patron? Because it wasn't at the beginning of the year, was it? You kind of joined partway uh, through, I think. I think it was right at the beginning. It might have actually been the first of this year. Because uh, at the beginning of the year, yeah. when all the contests were announced, yep. you thought, "Ooh, these sound interesting," and then you jumped in. Yeah, I joined for RTDL uh, like late last mm-hmm. year, and then signed up for BCM, and signed up for e- pretty much everything that I saw I could sign mm. up for, and uh, yeah, still trying to do most of those. So they've they've it, lasted it's, a while. It's an admirable task to try and do it <laughs> if you can stack them. You know, do games that line up to all of them. That's the kind of yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. You actually missed the window. We were, a few, couple of years ago, we were running like literally like big contests every single month, but uh, it got a bit much. Yeah, I <laughs> so can imagine. We, we're scaling back a little this year, but this one is going for guns. And you jumped in. So we're recording this in July. You jumped into it and knocked out three whole games in the month uh, from your list. We're going to talk about two of them today, and then we'll talk about the third shortly <laughs> we're going to start with the game that you started first or, uh, but completed second <laughs> uh, the oldest game on your list which is a small arcade title and one that we've actually talked about before on the show and that is explosion man yeah yeah interesting little game is it it is i i tend to like i mean it's a it's a challenging platformer and i tend to like mm. platformers um you know Usually with platformers, you can run through and if you die, they almost always have like checkpoints or a quick respawn. So you can kind of just keep throwing yourself against the wall and kind of figuring out a section. And I tend to really like that. I don't like games where you lose a lot of progress when you die. Um, You know, just a, a pet peeve of mine. Is it like the the Super Meat Boy kind of yeah, uh, design, it's where it's literally just instantly back in the action? Yeah, definitely in that yeah. same vein. You uh, there's checkpoints mm. in Explosion Man, so you do go back a little bit, but it's usually like there's a there's this platforming section that you need to complete, and if you can do it, you're rewarded with another checkpoint. So you know, mm-hmm. there's kind of that sense of accomplishment, trying to figure out how to get through each section, and and then kind of moving on with the rest of the level. So. Nice. Well, you started it a long time ago. You started it back in 2011, May 2011. Yeah. And you got six achievements in that time, which is actually half the list, (laughs) considering it's uh, an arcade title. (laughs) Although none of it gives me any indication on story progression because it's just kind of random stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any idea how much you did? I do, almost exactly, because my whole list is plagued by the same problem because i was on ta from like 2009 to 2012 and then i sold my xbox and all my games and stopped playing xbox until 2020 um 
in the pandemic. Wow. And I was like, you know what would be fun? I should play Xbox again. Hmm. So... <laughs> Just when you thought you were out, they sucked you back yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it really was because of some of the games that uh, just supported achievements on other platforms. Because I had the Switch, and I noticed that there mm-hmm. were some games that gave achievements on the Switch. And I was like, oh, that's neat. You know, I don't have an Xbox, but I could still mm-hmm. kind of get back into it. And that was that was it. That was the hook. Ah, uh, see, this is why this particular kind of uh, challenge contest, whatever you want to call it, plays really neatly into that. because. It does. There's quite a few patrons, but a relatively small proportion of people are actually doing these. And partly that's because for a lot of these people, there's a very good reason why they never <laughs> went back to these older yeah. games, right? They, they, they have no intention to. But for, for you, I'm assuming, you know, there is stuff that you kind of left in a state where you think, well, I, I, I would have liked to have gone back to it. And I, I literally couldn't. I didn't yeah. have the the hardware but now you 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 have it back and you can kind of go back and see what see what's yeah lingering lingering on the tag yep i did get a i got a 360 not specifically for this so don't feel bad um (laughs) and i bought a lot of the the old discs if i had them physically i bought you know new discs some of them i had already bought digitally so i could just re-download that and that was excellent Mm -hmm. And really the biggest thing that stopped me from uh, just taking the list that you gave us, you know, at the start of this and jumping right in, it was kind of like a, like a Schrodinger's cat situation because I think 2012 was right around when they were coming out with the cloud saves Mm -hmm. and it was very much a situation of, okay, do I have a cloud save for this? Or was my only save on a hard drive that I is somewhere in the world or a landfill now? And wow. it was terrifying to like check it and be so mm-hmm. disheartened that I would have to start it completely over that I just kind of put it off and put it off and put it off. Mm-hmm. But Okay. So you finally got it around to looking, checking, Explosion Man. I did. And did you have that save? I was seven levels from the end of the game, which there's, I don't know, like 50 levels in that game, maybe. Whoa. Okay. That was excellent. So no big thing. Yeah, no, it was not that bad. It was, I mean, you you generally don't want to jump back into the very end of a game that is all about, like, platforming skill and Mm -hmm. using the special moves and stuff. So mm-hmm. that was a little bit challenging to kind of remember, like, mm. what can he do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I eventually figured it out and then spent a while trying to beat the last boss because it's uh, it's pretty punishing. You you pretty much, during the levels when you explode as Explosion Man, you kind of get a little bit of invincibility. You can get damaged like three times and then you would die. Unless you're exploding, and then that kind of takes one of your lives temporarily. Mm. And so the boss, you have to pretty much always be exploding. So if you land incorrectly and something hits you, you're dead. And then you have to start the boss battle entirely over again. Oh, I see. Right. So as much as I said earlier that I like throwing myself against the wall to do these things, that that boss battle got a little tedious towards the end. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was like two or three hours of trying to beat him. So... But you did. I did. I did. I eventually persevered. 12 years later, you got that single player completion, story completion done. Did you, was it like a feeling of accomplishment? Oh, yeah. No, it was great. I, I was I was very happy. I think I ran around my apartment and uh, my wife was trying <laughs> to figure out what was happening um, because she wasn't really paying attention to what I was doing. You were exploding with joy. Yep. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. she just heard that I was getting very irritated, and then I was very excited, and she was like, "Oh, what's uh, what's going on?" <laughs> so, because it's an arcade game, you're left. It, it wasn't exactly giving you much return for your time in terms of game score achievements. Yeah, no, and the list is terrible too. Even yeah. even for an Xbox Live arcade game, I mean, exactly like you said earlier, yeah. half the list is just pretty much like doing random things i think you could unlock all of those in like i don't know 20 minutes i didn't i didn't actually look through it again one of them is for changing the control scheme yeah it's just it's utter (laughs) nonsense and then the other half is like you know beat the game beat the game on Mm. hardcore beat it with a friend Mm. beat it with a friend on hardcore like those four things would take you so much time not change the controls so and then uh, also a significant amount of collectibles as well. Yeah. 47, 47 in both single player and multiplayer. So you yeah. have to do it twice. Yeah, and the levels are different. So it's not even like you could do it on your yeah. own and then you'd know like, oh, hey, Chewy, let's go play Explosion, man. I know where all the collectibles are. <laughs> no, they're they're different levels. So it would not help you at yeah. all. So when I talked to GG3 Option Fan about this when he did it uh, a few months ago, he kind of said the same thing it, it was tricky but it you know it was done and he had no intention of going back and getting those <laughs> i think final collectibles or the hardcore playthrough based on your experience i might assume you are done with this game or do you think maybe uh, i definitely know that i will never do it in hardcore because it was it was hardcore enough just playing it on the normal difficulty i think for hardcore once you die that's it and then you have to start the Mm. game over again which is bananas i mean i i don't think i finished a single level without dying multiple times it's like the achievement in limbo for beating it with less than five deaths you know like that's that's a lot to ask and i have no desire to do that (laughs) yeah and and the thing with the limbo thing is there are actually not a huge amount of opportunities to die that aren't avoidable and it's not too long i'd imagine it's it's like if limbo was like chunked up it would be like the equivalent of i don't know 10 levels <laughs> and you've got to do you've got to do like 50 yeah yeah there's a lot a lot more puzzles in limbo mm. there's not a ton of puzzles in explosion man so <laughs> no just lots of exploding yeah Okay, well, uh, done and dusted. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. You smashed through that one. Thank you. Uh, On to the next. It's a bit of a bigger game, and one that sits in a very popular franchise, both a gaming franchise and a movie franchise. It is Lego Indiana Jones, the original adventures. Not Lego Indiana Jones 2, (laughs) which is a whole different thing. So, Lego Indiana Jones came out in 2008 it is an old game it is it feels it too <laughs> it is quite yeah it's one of the older obviously it's one of the older lego ones the lego games never really even with the newer ones you know they, they did stick to the formula but there's like enough quality of life improvements in the newer ones even though they got stupidly big <laughs> that when you do go back and play the older ones they do kind of feel dated because you're like oh yeah it's a it's a slog. It's a slog in a different way. They're shorter, but they're a slog because they're they're kind of dated. Yeah. You started it in 2011, just like Explosion Man. Yep. <laughs> and I'm assuming. So I was going to ask, you know, what what happened, and I'm assuming the story is going to be very similar. It is. You you did a heck of a lot in two days. You basically did all of the. So it's basically the three films, right? Yeah. Um, with what like six or seven story levels for each film 
Yeah, some of them I think are a little bit shorter, and one felt mm. like it lasted forever. But <laughs> <laughs> you did the equivalent of all the levels of Raiders of the Lost Ark and a couple of the Temple of Doom levels in two days. Fifteen achievements in July two thousand and eleven, and then nothing for eleven years. <laughs> and my question would be, what happened? Uh, but I think we have our answer. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, same story. Yeah. Uh, but, but you did come back last year. So around this time last year, actually, June and August, you came back and finished off the Temple of Doom levels. What prompted that kind of return to the game? Yeah, um, I think I had re-downloaded it because I didn't even know that I owned it. And I th- was it at Games with Gold? I, I it like had it to have been something. I just, mm. I don't even know because I wasn't really claiming games with gold you know in my time away from xbox so Mm, fair point (laughs) i don't know (laughs) if i bought it at some point or what but it was in my pile of these are probably games that i need to buy the discs for again and then i just kind of stumbled across it in my purchase history so decided that i would download it and and take a shot at it and then i remembered that i do not really enjoy lego games (laughs) That was going to be a question that I asked because you haven't done many of them. And usually you can tell if somebody like at least tolerates them or enjoys them because they'll have done like a bunch, right? And then you can usually tell the people who really, really don't get on with them because they've probably done like two or three (laughs) half, you know, like a little bit here, a little bit there. And you can say, well, they're probably not a fan, to be honest, because they're not they're not difficult and they're not huge, at least the early ones anyway. Yeah, I definitely fall into that category. I think I think they keep tricking me because they're relatively like either short completion times or low ratio and they go on like really cheap sales constantly mm-hmm. and every time i see it i'm like oh yeah i should i should pick that up and then you know mm-hmm. i play it and then i get like two levels in and i'm like oh right i don't like lego games <laughs> i keep forgetting do you like the franchises that the lego games tend to be based on uh, like in this case indiana jones or batman harry potter all of those that would kind of tempt you more by them yeah, I, I think the thing that I like about most of those franchises is like the the story and the world building and the lore, um, which it, none of those things exist in Lego games because it's just like, hey, here's a here's the backdrop of this franchise, and you will control Lego characters that look like the people mm. in these movies, and then you will just collect things for twenty five hours. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I don't love that. So, <laughs> I guess, I guess, so I, I could imagine some people saying you're wrong. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> because um, they are they are obviously made with love for the franchises, and they have a lot of, uh, especially the early ones where they had like the slapstick humor a bit more than the more straight retelling of the of the stories in the later ones. They have a lot of jokes and Easter eggs, and obviously they they like recreate whole sections of the films quite lovingly and then like their own twists on it and then they pack them full of like as many characters especially in the later ones as they can including all of the like in star wars like oh here's a random droid that appears in the (laughs) background of this scene or or, like all of the aliens from the mos eisley cantina and and jabba's palace and stuff like 
Oh, here's a, yeah, it's, it's this alien that's just in the background. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, we'll make him a whole character in, in Lego that you can collect. Uh, so they kind of play into that, but I guess it's not it's not the same thing, though, is it? That's that's it's still not the story and the lore and the world building. That's just it's just nerdery, isn't it? It's, <laughs> yeah. It's it's playing into people's obsessions with those yeah, those yeah. franchises. I think if I were more into like collecting Legos themselves, it might be more interesting because, you know, then it would be cool that like, oh hey, yeah, that almost is exactly how you would make a Lego person of, you know, whoever. But I just <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not the part of the franchises that I enjoy. So I don't think it really speaks mm. to me much. And I, I don't yeah. really like collectibles, so <laughs> I feel like you have to at least tolerate them. <laughs> I guess if they made some really good like tie-in games to the films that weren't Lego games, that would give you that without all the stuff around it yeah, that I, Lego I does, played, which is the I think tedium. Nintendo has a like a Final Fantasy Pocket series. It might just be one game, it might be multiple games. But it's um it's almost like Fable Heroes animation where everything's like you know, kind of cartoony and, and a little bit goofy, but it's, you know, like a Final Fantasy story and you have turn-based RPG with these cartoony guys. And I really enjoyed uh, that game. I played at least one of those. Mm. And I think that's the kind of, like, cartoonish retelling of a franchise that I enjoy because it, you know, it, it had more depth to it, like more meat to what was going on in that game than I see in Lego games. Makes sense. So you did the Temple of Doom mm, last year, uh, and then, yeah, like you say, remembered that you didn't love it <laughs> until I came along and said, yeah, but just do it, you know. Yep. It's, <laughs> it, it's, been, it's been 12 years. Uh, and then you said, okay, fine. You did all the Last Crusade levels. So the third movie in pretty much a day right 19th of july smashed through them yeah i think i only had like four maybe four levels mm-hmm. to finish and they weren't you know they're, they're not particularly challenging um no so especially if you're mainlining them as well because the thing with the lego games is you're expected to play all of the levels at least twice yep <laughs> uh you have to do the story playthrough then you do the free play playthrough with the abilities from the characters you've unlocked in order to get all the extra whatever bricks characters tokens whatever it is in that game that you need to do (laughs) mini kits and then all the other stuff around that all of the in this game a lot of the achievements are cumulative you know yeah destroy 50 things with a bazooka give 20 bananas to monkeys use a statue 20 times so it's it's busy work and it's cumulative and it's just doing the same thing again again. if you're just mainlining the story actually they're pretty quick yeah yeah it Um, didn't it didn't take too much longer to get through those and i think i picked up some of the like miscellaneous achievements yeah some of them will come naturally yeah Yeah, they they just kind of happen i think i specifically tried to get a couple of them because they showed up on rtdl at some point right but I'm not looking forward to going back to it and playing through <laughs> in free play. <laughs> well, you have finished. So you're uh, at uh, 32 out of 50 achievements, 510 gamer score, 745 TA out of 1600. Respectable, you know, two thirds of the game pretty much done. Do you, you think you will go back? 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get the RTDL gods to always throw one of those achievements on my list. That way, I can you know grudgingly boot it back up and <laughs> grind out one checkpoint where I have to blow up guys with rocket launchers and then put it away for another month. So we'll see how that works out. Maybe there'll be another contest that forces me to go back to it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've done this one, obviously, uh, and I've done the other Lego, many of the other Lego ones, especially from this era, although my memory isn't great and they all kind of blur together a bit. (laughs) Does this predate the ones where they have the massive hub world and you do lots of stuff in the hub worlds as well? Yeah, there's um, there's like Hudson College, I think it is. Might have had the name wrong, but like where he teaches, um, Mm. you just wander up to there's like three blackboards and that's the picking the levels and then there's classrooms off of that but they're each like a specific menu item so the one is to enter the cheats and the one is to look at your mini kits and the other one is i don't know whatever else so it's not very large which is Mm -hmm. i I actually like (laughs) yeah because i think i think it was actually the second lego indiana jones game where that kind of they started to play around with that and they have this whole you have to like travel from place to place to get to the hub to get to the levels and then also there's loads of stuff to do in the hub world which obviously they also then went into in the harry potter games because you know they've got hogwarts as a place (laughs) to do stuff in which kind of makes sense but i'd say with indiana jones it it doesn't really make as much sense to have this kind of thing and then in the later ones the most recent ones they've gone absolutely nuts with that (laughs) you know um lego batman 3 had literally planets you could explore like and and do hundreds of things on (laughs) and the star wars ones had multiple planets multiple destinations Mm. all with hundreds of mini kits races side quests yeah (laughs) you know on top of all of the individual levels if you love lego great but i could see anyone who is on the fence on the series or kind of tending negative uh, is just going to think, oh my god, it's too too much, too much. Yeah, yeah. Seeing how I already feel that way, I can't imagine if mm. they if they made it worse. My my goal mm. now is to wrap up the Lego games that are started on my tag, and then stop mm-hmm. buying Lego games. <laughs> okay. Do you have any purchased but unstarted? I don't think so. I think I've started okay. all the ones that I have. I try to have all my unstarted games during Bean Dive, so. I definitely have not purchased any since the beginning of July. So, <laughs> Lego Rock Band, you've done half of that. Yeah, kind of a different thing there. Yeah, that that's a uh, Lego game I like. <laughs> and, and tricky uh, Lego Batman, which is a short one. The first Lego Batman, you're eighty two percent of that, so you could finish that easy. Uh, this one, and you fully completed Lego Star Wars two. That's it. Yeah, I think oh, I wait, have no, another no, no, no. Star Wars one I need Lego to do. Lego Batman 2, I can see. No, it's these little percentages. <laughs> yeah, have uh, I think it's the Clone Wars in Star Wars. Clone, oh, you you have done a single achievement in that. That's why I couldn't see it. Yeah. Yeah, you've got Lego Batman 2, 6 out of 37 achievements. Lego Star Wars, Clone Wars 3. Now, it probably wouldn't help if I told you lego star wars 3 the clone wars i think is generally accepted as one of the worst ones oh oh, good good at least i have something to look forward Um, to not in terms of it being huge like some of the later ones but in terms of it being kind of meh 
because <laughs> it doesn't tie into a storyline or a franchise that's particularly strong. Ah, okay. It's it's kind of. I mean, the Clone Wars is interesting, but it's it's not the it's not the meat and potatoes of Star Wars. Fair. But also, they tend they started adding like um, this extra stuff you could do. And they decided real-time strategy was a great uh, oh, add-on component to the Lego world. So there are these like battle missions. It's kind of like command and conquer in a way. Not, not. I mean, not, <laughs> not really. But basically, these massive battles you have to take part in. Good. And there's a, a stupid amount of them you have to do. Um, <laughs> also, it's quite buggy in a way that people get to like 99% and cannot complete it. Fantastic. Hopefully I'll be in that camp. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, just pre-warning you on that one. Maybe, you know, stop at Lego Indiana Jones and you don't want to do the rest. Yeah, every time I fire up a Lego game, I think maybe maybe this is enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is enough. Before you joined uh, AH101, we did, uh, I think, three years running uh, a Lego month. Oh, nice. Um, where it was most game scoring Lego games, you know, wins prizes. Uh, and it was a very popular event because people had all of these in their backlogs and it was kind of a way of getting people together to share the fun and the pain, yep. <laughs> in some cases, of doing them. Um, and people knocked out, you know, tens of thousands of game score in, in uh, across the series. That sounds like a lot of Lego in one month. <laughs> Uh, you're talking me into doing a new one because I don't think we've run it for a couple of years now um, maybe we should do another one and uh, maybe that will encourage you to wrap up your last your last three or four that you need to do yeah it definitely helps to have some external motivation to be like hey you could play anything but if you played this there'd be this little gold star that you'd get I'm like alright fine I'll do it <laughs> cool okay so uh that's lego indiana jones done until rtdl tells you otherwise or i do in another silly contest indeed i mentioned at the top of the segment that you have a third game complete but we'll keep that one under wraps until we talk about it next yeah it's a secret Um, don't look at the sheet or you'd figure it (laughs) out (laughs) yeah (laughs) having said that though uh obviously you've got more games on your list are you looking at any of the others targeting any of the others next yeah i uh i did uh repurchase velvet assassin and that looks like it should be uh very straightforward so i'll just play that at some point that shouldn't be a problem i i checked my save on bioshock 2 and i did not have a cloud save so i have to start bioshock 2 completely over again and i know that i was like right before the end of the game when I Ouch. left it. So that's a bummer. Um, mm. At least it, at least it's not like a... Well, it depends how you feel about Bioshock. I do like Bioshock, so yeah, I don't, I don't hate the fact that I had to go back and replay it. I'm probably like three levels in, so mm. not super far, but far enough. Um, so I'm, I'm enjoying that so far. Uh, some of the other ones on my list were games that I did stop playing before I got rid of my Xbox because I was not enjoying <laughs> them. <laughs> so well, you we'll you do get skips, so you can skip them if you really feel like it. Yeah, some of them are just so low completion percentages that I feel like I should at least try slightly harder to get through. Um, I think I have Overlord on my list, Crimson Alliance castlevania lords of shadow 
and Rage. And mm-hmm. those are all games that I, I did not like. So I feel compelled to at least give them another shot before I skip them. But I might I might change my tune on that. So I suppose the difference is whether as well, like you've got the extra factor of do you own it? <laughs> And always a challenge yep. do you have and do you have a save yep. for it yep so that will kind of be a motivating factor in that decision as well i guess even if you're like well i did enjoy it but i'm not going to go out and buy it and i don't even have a save so meh. yeah yeah it does kind of help tip the scales the other way though if i'm feeling on the fence about it and i'm like oh well it's in my download history and then i fire it up and oh i have a cloud save like then i feel like i really have to give it an honest effort and that's how i ended up finishing the story of explosion man so there you go beautiful <laughs> well scaravese scaravese <laughs> there we go <laughs> i found the accent thank you very much for joining me looking forward to talking to you again very soon yeah it was lovely thank you for having me yeah you're welcome catch you later all right see you